in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other once scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh. Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. You are in the Sportsocracy. It is ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. And the Sportsocracy is heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome in to the Wednesday edition here in the Ingalls studio. You can see us live on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click that live video link. Subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. And with it being, well, Friday. Such it's our day. Friday. It's our Friday. It is our Friday. We will not be with you Thursday, Friday, or Monday of this upcoming Just week. Just taking it. You know what? It's a. It's it's my own personal dark retreat. Might give some updates on that on the old social medias. Mine's going to look a little different than Aaron Rodgers. I promise. Uh, yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers beginning his uh, darkness retreat apparently uh, today, maybe tomorrow some point gonna lock himself away in the darkness to try to find himself once again this guy finds himself a lot uh, he seems to lose himself a lot too <laughs> if you need to find yourself every three or four months throw in a little in you maybe light some candles have some me time i mean i remember going through that finding myself phase but i i mean i was 13 at the time <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're two minutes into the show, and you've already made my skin crawl. Yes. Awesome. Yes, that is a win. You can put it on the board. Yeah. One more for the good guy. I uh, have no idea what you just what that was that you just did. Uh, that was a baseball reference, and that's of why you didn't it get it. Uh, of course it was. Because Mr. Uh, baseball. Give us more derision. It is... Uh, <laughs> it is... Still the hangover from the football season, and, and you know, there are just a whole bunch of things that we need to get into. So There's one basic question, and I hadn't thought of it. What? Uh, we're going to get into it in a second. I, I hadn't thought of it until it was asked, and now it is all I've thought about all day, and it's the opening drive. And our opening drive, always brought to you by Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville, 629 Brevard Road is the address. Um, you can go by there, check out the uh, showroom, see what they got in stock. They uh, they can get you anything you want. The uh, Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville has the deal for you to make you part of the family, give you the family plan on your next uh, purchase, whether it be a brand new car or a certified pre-owned. Just mention the Sportsocracy, and they'll give you $250 on top of whatever your trade-in is already worth. Uh, and you should ask them if you can find a car that is in Boulder Pearl Gray, which is the – now I now I see cars on the road in that color and just go, they're so pretty. That's what my current Nissan Rogue 2023 Platinum Edition uh, is, and I've grown to really love this car, and I'm not ready to give it back. It's got so many more bells and whistles than just the paint job, though. Uh, oh, yeah. So. It will do your taxes. If you set the documents on the dashboard, it will do your taxes for you. 
Indeed. I have not tried that, but I'm very confident in it. I also discovered where the uh, seat warmer was uh, at Sacred Time, right in front of my face. Mm-hmm. As as it typically is. So many bells and whistles on this thing. You want to check it out. 629 Brevard Road and mention the sportsocracy when you go to make your trade in. Now, what is this big question that has been just weighing on your mind all so, afternoon? We have obviously determined that Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, yeah. I think that's closer than some others make it, but there is a distance there. Who's the best quarterback in the NFC? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the, that you that should not have taken you that long. Maybe it, it's not a maybe. It's definitive. He is the best quarterback in the NFC. And Colin Cowherd talked about this earlier, and it got in my head, and now I can't get rid of it. Who's two? I, I, so we've been talking about who could make the Super Bowl next year. All these uh, the fun little bow tying things that you do before you get into the actual off season. Who's two? I've heard four answers, and I can't invalidate any of them. I mean, currently it would be Aaron Rodgers, but he's going to New York. We all know it. Okay, that's why he's either going to New York or he's retiring. Green Bay is putting all of these things out for a reason because they want you to know that they're moving off Aaron Rodgers. So if, and for me, when that happens, who's two? Matthew Stafford? I can't go there. I can't. You, uh, you take away one Super Bowl year on a team that was just stacked, and he's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I said all offseason long last year, you're overvaluing Matthew Stafford. He won one Super Bowl, so did Trent Dilfer. So just calm down on how elite he is. That's the one I can't get down with. Then you get into this Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, and then the one that I actually think it is, Jared Goff. I'm not sure Jared Goff's not the second best quarterback in the NFC. Wow. I don't think so. I don't don't think so. Uh, I mean, Uh, for the the system, for his team, maybe. Best fit, maybe, in that category. Uh, But he's not better than Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah, he is. He's not better than Kirk Cousins. He's not better than Matt Stafford. Yeah, I don't agree with you on any of the three of those. I don't agree with you on any of the three of those. Okay. You don't uh, have to. Because one of them, Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins has as many pri- big-time primetime wins as I do. Oh, he's got one playoff win. Awesome. So does Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it, just I'm throwing that out there. I, I think it's Jared Goff. If you had to take one quarterback in their situation for next year, and I promise you, I'm going somewhere with this. It's just this part of this. That's well. not Jalen Hurts. That's not Jalen Hurts. If Jalen's off the board. Maybe so. Maybe maybe, maybe it is Jared Goff. I hadn't really thought about it. I hadn't either. Because we always talk about the best quarterbacks in the league, and you start going Joe Burrow, uh, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. They're all in the AFC. Aaron Rodgers is probably getting ready to be in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I would say yesterday we talked percentages on that. I'd say it's probably eighty percent. The more I hear, the more the Jets are going to do this, no matter what it costs. And Green Bay wants them to. Rob Johnson in the comments says Sam Howell will be the best quarterback in the NFC in the hey, next two years. You no, know, I mean he was the number one quarterback <laughs> in class last year. Washington seems to be, you know, pretty pretty uh, convinced on him. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing some Geno Smith. 
Stop. Um, but with the Geno Smith. Like, okay, really, really, you're, you're telling me right now if Seattle had the opportunity to go get Jared Goff, they wouldn't do it. I mean, Derek Carr becomes number two if he goes to the New Orleans Saints. Or two in NFC team. I, I, I want to agree with that. I really do. And the more I've thought about it, I'm not sure I'd take him over Jared Goff. Really? No. Jared Goff's no one picking the draft, and we just completely defecate on him like he's Blaine Gabbard. He's not. Yeah, he's but not. I mean, he was. I mean, was was he or was he not the quarterback that held that Los Angeles team back from winning a Super Bowl? I don't agree with that, and I never have. Oh. I, I told you I the minute it was quite they traded for Matthew Stafford, this is not as big of an improvement as you think it is. And right now, I'm telling you. Weird, and it worked. I, okay, you got one Super Bowl out of it. Woo. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you were also the worst defending NFL champion ever. Not close. Not even in the ballpark. Would Jared Goff shocker, have made that team better? Uh, than John Wolford, who you played half the year with? Uh, yeah, I think No, then Matt Stafford. I, uh, Matt Stafford wasn't good when he was in. No, that team was terrible. Off, that that dropped that's off my a cliff point. without him. Right, that's my point. That team was terrible with him. They would have been worse with Jared Garf. I don't agree with you. I, I flat out don't agree with you. Okay. What has changed? I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think anything's changed. You, you Jared Garf is like he's a career sixty-four percent passer, mm-hmm. two to one interception, touchdown interception ratio guy. You take away just one absolute dog water year with the Detroit Lions when that team was awful. Never been worse than nine and seven. Never in his career has he ever been worse mm-hmm. than nine, nine and seven, nine and eight, whatever that mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And we just completely poo poo him because you get this narrative in your head of what guys are, and it never stops. It never stops. Statistically, analytically, whatever you want to do, this is as obvious as it gets and the more i've thought about it the more obvious it's become one of them has had i will say inferior talent for a good part of their career mm-hmm. the receiving core for the rams we, we make this sound like they're the greatest show on turf no they're the greatest show on todd Gurley, and, yes. and and played really good defense right there was a whole lot of cooper cup before he became cooper cup it it's not that great mm-hmm. and now i'm looking at this and, and where i'm headed with this I don't care if Jalen Hurts says he wants $75 million. You just give it to him. Give it to him. Because not only is he the best quarterback in this conference, he's going to be for a long, long time. Tell me the possibility. Maybe. Tell me the possibility. I'll wait. You give me the – that could even – that is even worthy of holding his jock strap at this point. When Drake May becomes the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, wins another Super Bowl, you'll find out. Old roster with Todd Bowles. Try again. You'll find out. And, by the way, you're There will be no Todd Bowles. And, by by the way, you're greatly overvaluing Drake May. There will be no Todd Bowles by that. Point. I mean, he's a good prospect. Don't get me wrong. That's what I'm saying. He's better than any prospect in this That's draft. That's what I'm saying. Class. You just don't. But you don't know that. You don't know that Jalen Hurts is going to rule the NFC for years to come. Can he? Absolutely, he can. Tell me what Drake May does better right now, and what he's going to do better in the next five years. Jalen Hurts had one great big limitation, mm-hmm. and it was that his throwing motion was long, and and it, he had some accuracy issues. He's got a deep ball arm, but it wasn't always accurate. Uh, how many of those issues do we feel we have right now? 
How many of those do you feel like he has not legitimately answered? And I was the latest to the party on it. Mm -hmm. No doubt. I was the latest to the party on this. I would agree. So your number one prospect next year is Caleb Williams. Tell me what he does better than Jalen Hurts. He is Jalen Hurts. They're the same player. Big kid, runs well, big arm, long throwing motion. Okay. That defines both of them. And so if you're Philadelphia, I, I, I almost feel like I've overlooked this because I never thought about it. I never thought about, okay, what are you contending with? Until we start, and it got in my head yesterday when we started doing power rankings, and I'm looking up and down the top 10 just going, woof, woof. You get into that second tier of of quarterbacks, and it is Gnarls Barkley. It's Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, who, by the way, is 34 years old, Matthew Stafford, who's 35 years old. You're hinging on a lot of rookies to even be in his class. We talk about Pat and the great dynasty and all that. Do you realize the gauntlet he has to go through every year? I get that he's gone five years in a row. Mm -hmm. He's been in the AFC Championship game five years in a row. After the break, I have a I, I have a thought. And I need somebody to talk me off this ledge because I've almost convinced myself that Philadelphia is the is the impending dynasty and Kansas City's is you're still gonna be very good. There's never been a dynasty like this before. After the break, I'll tell you why. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need simple checking from Home Trust Bank. With simple checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800-627-1632. Simple checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. It's time to discover the convenience and time savings of contact-free pickup with Ingalls Curbside. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app. And your Ingalls personal shopper gets to work with specialized training on how to select the freshest items for a pre-scheduled pickup. They'll even text you with updates. You pull up to a designated space and your personal shopper delivers your items right to your vehicle. Fresh, fast, and affordable. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years but the same thing applies to cars whether you're looking to buy a car trade in or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust fred anderson nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car they have two on-site managers that work with kelly blue book to give you top dollar for your vehicle you can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. stop in and visit them today at 629 brevard road nashville or call them at 828-365-1663 The sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. 
And we are back in the E. Ingalls studio here on ESPN Asheville. And so so the question came up. Where did this question even come from? I started thinking about it after uh, after we did power rankings yesterday. And the question is, who's the number two quarterback in the NFC? If Jalen Hurts is one, think of all the things that have happened or are going to happen this offseason. Who comes in at two? The, the the question emanated from I was doing power rankings yesterday, and I'm looking at how many AFC teams are on the rise. Mm-hmm. Do you realize how many unbelievably talented rosters you have in the AFC? There are a bunch. There aren't in the NFC. And then I started hearing Nick Wright, the the Kansas City Chiefs super fan, talking about the dynasty of the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to be in the Super Bowl 15 times in the next door. I'm going to say this as clearly as I can. No, not. No, not. Because I went back and looked at every dynasty we've ever had. Mm-hmm. All right? We had the Tom Brady dynasty. You do realize that spanned a, a great big jump, right? Oh, yeah. Do, do you know why? Because there was a lot of Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning, some talented quarterbacks that preclude. And that's the greatest quarterback that ever lived. Oh, that hurt my soul to say out loud. <laughs> There was a big jump in between there because the AFC got really good. Early 2000s, AFC not so great. Not so great. Tom comes in. It's a good roster anyway. They had built it around Drew Bledsoe. He comes in, does what he's asked to do. They go to three and four years. Mm-hmm. Then there's a pretty big jump where they went once in eight years. Starts all over again. Why? Because Ben gets older. Peyton retires. Not a lot that you're contending with. It's not like this was a murderer's row because Pat wasn't Pat, Pat's not around yet. Mm-hmm. The division was awful. New England walked to five wins in the division every single year. Can't see he's not going to do that. Can't see he's not going to do that. You got Justin Herbert on the other side. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's as good as Pat Mahomes. He's not. But I've seen I've read this book too many times with high level quarterbacks that are in the wrong conference at the wrong time. And I'm looking at Jalen Hurts going, "You're in the right conference at the right time." Because there's not a lot of fixes here. Every team that's in cap hell, where are they? NFC. Mm-hmm. Got four of them that are just killed. They're all in the NFC. That takes at least two years to get out of. Now, Philadelphia just did it, at, 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 without a doubt, the best I've ever seen somebody do. But how'd they do it? They built a defense on a ton of one-year contracts. ton of guys that Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who you go out and get in a trade, he could walk away right now for nothing. Mm-hmm. You built this roster up for one year, but now you have the best. You, you got the baddest kid on the block. I've got the quarterback that you want to play with. And where I, how I got down this rabbit hole is I'm looking at the Lions yesterday at nine, going, "How in the world are the? They are. They are because they have that talent. They they've done this the right way. They've been terrible forever. Tampa Bay's been kicking this can down the road forever. Mm-hmm. There goes Tom. Mm-hmm. New Orleans kicked this can down the road forever. There goes Drew. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened to Tom Brady. All of the high-level competition went away. Nobody could deal with him. Nobody had a bill. Nobody had that defense that was on the other side of Tom. There wasn't another quarterback that was in his ballpark until Pat showed up. Then Pat showed up, and what happened? New England falls off the cliff. That's not coming for Kansas City. Falls off the, the, I mean. Uh, They've been in the playoffs one time in three years. Uh, (laughs) They've been below 500 two of those three years. Yeah, but. Tom also left. I mean, they did beat Pat the first time. With Tom. 
I'm talking about after Tom, New England uh, falls off a cliff. Well, yeah. You, anybody loses a quarterback like that, they're going to fall off a cliff. But uh, that's my point. That, that's the whole point. There's nobody to contend with Jalen Hurts. Everybody's talking about this dynasty that's going to be Kansas City. Name me the uh, – think of every dynasty that you can think of. Mm-hmm. All right, so you had Br- the, the Brady on both sides of the 2000s. Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys in the mid-90s. Yep. Who's second best quarterback in the conference? It's Steve Young. Yeah. Okay. His first three years as the starter was San Francisco. San Francisco then mm-hmm. ends the dynasty, wins a Super Bowl. Dallas never gets back to one. It's not because Dallas was all of a sudden awful. You got a little older. The conference got a little better. And now it wasn't as easy to just cherry pick the conference in the way that it had been. Mm-hmm. And if you look around at Pat right now, yeah, he's been to five in a row. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are both in their third year. When did Steve Young take take from Troy? Oh, yeah. Fourth year. After Joe went to Kansas City, Steve really gets his place. San Francisco knocks you off the banister. Mm-hmm. Never come back. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Kansas City's never going to get back to a Super Bowl. That's not what I'm saying. This has become the narrative of we're so obsessed with finding the next dynasty because we want somebody to hate. A, Kansas City is the least hateable dynasty I've ever seen. All right. Because you have a, a, a gigantic coach that, that looks like he does this with his fingers when he orders the the double Grand Slam at Denny's. <laughs> right. He's, Andy Reid's very likable. Patrick Mahomes is hard to hate other than just hating him because of his talent. And there's just so much in the AFC. Now look over to the NFC and go, all right, so what's supposed to knock you off this pedestal? You got one of the best GMs in the league. Mm-hmm. You, you took this team from the abs, from where New Orleans is right now, and in two years, you had a team in the Super Bowl. That is a unbelievable job. Mm-hmm. And I get that we don't buy Nick Sirianni, but maybe we should start looking at Howie Roseman going, you know, I'm not saying he's Bill. He's pretty damn good at what he does. And if you keep putting players around Jalen Hurts, I don't care what you pay him. I don't care what this contract comes to. Okay. The salary cap's going up $17, $20, 22000000 million a year. Mm-hmm. Right now, Pat Mahomes is the greatest value in all of football. Not close, and I told you it was coming the day he signed that contract. Right. Do you realize how many quarterbacks in the NFL make more than, than Pat Mahomes going into next year? Four. It'll be 10. Really? He will be 10. Because Lamar's going to get paid. Josh is going to start getting paid. Oh, this is not contracts already signed. This is Correct. projections for he's, new ones. I think he's six right now. Okay. That's the secret to Kansas City. Kansas City will always be relevant because you have the because you do have the best quarterback. Yep. But this thought that they're just going to mow through the AFC is comical to me. No. That's and the, I, that's and, the and I find it I find it hard to believe that there are people that actually believe that that's, that's going the narrative. to happen. That Pat Mahomes is about to go on this unbelievable run like Tom Brady and go to 14 AFC Championship games because he's put all of these things in place. Nobody wants to talk about you came in at the perfect time. Nobody wants to talk about the fact Alex Smith was a borderline MVP candidate with this same team. Mm-hmm. Then goes to Washington and was good again until he got hurt. It's not like this team was awful. He came in with one of the best coaches in the league, but but he couldn't win uh, the, the big game because well, he had Donovan McNabb, mm-hmm. who was a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. You think of him as great? No. You ever notice he's been on Hall of Fame ballot for about 10 years and ain't nobody ever talked about him one time? There's a reason for that. Right. And I've met Donovan. Nice guy. Great quarterback. Not an all-time great. Andy Reid gets the all-time great quarterback, and now you're the baddest kid on the block. Well, here's the thing. There's three more of them right down the street. 
Joe's one, Justin's one, Josh Allen's one. Mm -hmm. I could argue Lamar with that front office, if you get it right with a, a coordinator, could be one too. You could have one of the greatest of all time walking into your conference right now with the New York Jets who have one of the best young rosters in the league. And I haven't even mentioned Miami yet. Mm -hmm. I haven't mentioned Cleveland yet. I haven't mentioned the Jacksonville Jaguars yet who have another one of those guys that could be an elite quarterback. Mm -hmm. I think this talk of, oh, Pat's going to do things that we've never seen before, it's a little short-sighted. But the further down that rabbit hole I went, I don't know how short-sighted it is for Philadelphia for the next two to four years. Yeah, it's, but it's, but here's the thing. It's not short-sighted because Patrick Mahomes has already done things that we've never seen before. We've never seen a guy come into the league in the first five years as a starter and win two Super Bowls and win two MVPs and, and all of that. And that's great. He's and done I get, all of that. And I hear what you're saying. everybody wants more. Sure. They want you to do more. Sure. There is a possibility. And you should, and, and there's no reason not to expect more. I think that's a fool's errand. I think what we're doing right now is Pat Mahomes has set a high bar and all we're doing is that stereotypical millennial thing where you want more. Oh, you've already given me this great thing. I got to have more. I need you in seven rings like Tom. Ain't nobody winning seven rings. No. Pat's not doing it. Burrow's not doing it. Herbert's not. None of them are doing it because they're all here together. They're all here at the same time. This is the golden age of quarterback play. The only problem is that all of it's in the same conference and it all gets to play each other, which for, you know, the winner in that is us us because we get joe burrow justin herbert probably one time a year for the next 10 years mm -hmm. get pat and justin herbert two times a year for the next 10 years you get josh and pat one time a year every year for the next 10 years mm -hmm. we're the winners there who's the loser each of them because this is not the first time we've seen this where there were really high level quarterback play in one conference right you know what that leads to dan marino Somebody becomes Dan Marino if you're just an all-time great and you always get defecated upon because you couldn't get to a Super Bowl. And the question becomes, who is the, who is the Dan Marino? That See, to me, that's the more interesting. We already know Patrick Mahomes is one of the greatest of all time five years into his starting career. The question to me is, who's going to become Dan, the Dan Marino of this group? Is it going to be Josh Allen? Because I could very well see the path to that. That's my fear. Could it be Justin Herbert? No, I almost see that more than I see Josh Allen. I, I don't, and I'll tell you why. I, I feel like Justin Herbert is – Justin Herbert, you're going to see guys like Kellen Moore that want to work with him. And I'm not saying people won't want to work with Josh Allen, but mm -hmm. there's a yeah, there's several yeah buts with, with Buffalo that I don't get with the Chargers. You're in the coldest place on the planet Earth. Asheville Police Chief David Zach will tell you this. Sometimes it'll snow a foot on you and you go two miles down the road and it's bone dry. Mm -hmm. That's a tough sell. You know what's not a tough sell? L.A. Right. With pretty girls and beaches. That's not a tough sell. Sean Payton wanted the Chargers job to open. You know why he's the coach of the Denver Broncos right now? Because it wasn't coming. Right, because it didn't. And he figured it out. Anyway, I'm getting older and I've got to do something. And I'm afraid, and I have been told this by more than one person. He was afraid. What happens if I do the Bill Cowher thing? Mm -hmm. I go to TV. I'm really good at it. I get real comfortable, and then I never go back. And he was not okay with that. I think we're being short sighted on Philadelphia. I can tell, and I'll be, I'll be the one to eat the crow. I did it myself. I had San Francisco ahead of him. Mm -hmm. I've thought about that for 24 hours. Going, what are you stupid? Are you out of your mind? Yeah, I. I 
I thought they have the equivalent same thing. rosters, and I put San Francisco ahead of Philadelphia. What the, am I, a moron? That was the first thing I asked you yesterday when you showed me your power rankings. I went, really? Philadelphia's under San Francisco? It didn't make a whole lot of sense to me because you got the quarterback. With Brock Purdy, who next to me would look like a little boy, right. and Trey Lance, who is like the Sasquatch of the NFL. Right. It is It is a complete uh, a complete overhaul for, and that's the, only for team the that NFC. Even, and that's the only team that even concerns me if I'm Philadelphia. Dallas Cowboys, you're not gonna you're not gonna beat me. Short of I have a bad year with injuries, you don't have a snowball chance in Atlanta against me. Washington of the Giants, I think you're heading in the right direction. You're eight stops behind me. Hundred percent. You're eight X's back. Just hoping that I stop to take a, a squirt so you can catch me, because that's the only <laughs> way you're going to. Right. Green Bay's falling apart. Trust me, with no Aaron Rodgers, that's going to look less than ideal. Minnesota's the luckiest team in NFL history. The NFC South is just, hey, which one of you is less god-awful? It's going to be Carolina. Just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Carolina might be four on this list of, hey, who scares me long-term? If they find a quarterback, I don't like anything that's happening over there. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to say the dynasty that we're that, that we're getting ready to see is Philadelphia, not Kansas City. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Did you know that Ingles sells more organics than any other grocery store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Well, Jeremy, it looks like Jalen Hurts is not the only player associated with the Philadelphia Eagles it's getting a big old paycheck at some point soon you see this story former Eagles player Chris Maragos has won a 43 and a half million dollar lawsuit over his career ending injury back in the 2017 season so he played for the Eagles he was a captain for the Eagles 
He was 30 years old and was first diagnosed with a torn PCL and underwent surgery to repair it. Ahead of the 2018 season, though, the medical team ignored the meniscus tear from the PCL injury, didn't fix it, and then he had the career-ending injury. He had to officially retire from the league in July of 2019, and now a jury has decided that he gets $43.5 million. Dr. James Bradley, orthopedic surgeon, will have to pay $29.2 million, and Rothman Orthopedics Institute will pay him $14.3 million. Now, this is great. Look, the jury says that's what you're owed. That's what you're owed. My only question is, how do you determine this number? Because his career was not worth that. No. (laughs) Pain and suffering. Right. His career was not worth that. There was no chance that he was going to make that much money already being at the age of 30. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Wow. My story comes from the NBA. And I want to play a fun game with you. Oh, this should be fun. We have our sat or our super or our all-star Saturday night. There we go. Slam dunk contest participants. <laughs> I've already seen them. That actually makes it funnier. I'm going to tell you the name. You tell me what team they play. For. Ooh, this should be fun. Trey Murphy the third. Portland. No. He plays for the New Orleans Pelicans. Ah, yes. Jericho Sims. Detroit Pistons. No, he plays for the New York Knicks. This is a man that already saw the list. Kenyon Martin Jr., who the only reason you know who he is is because of who his dad is. Denver Nuggets. Houston Rockets. That one's that, that actually makes me really sad that you didn't know that one. <laughs> and then finally, and the reason that I asked this, Mac McClung. Yeah. You remember Mac McClung? Yeah. Played at Texas Tech, Georgetown. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's Who's he go. play for in the NBA? Uh, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. The Delaware Blue Coats. He's in He's the G League. We couldn't find four people in the actual NBA to do the dunk contest. We had to go get somebody in the G League. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. He has not been on the roster all year long. They went to the G League to get a guy. Stop, just disband it. Just don't have, even Kevin Durant went on the ETC podcast, and this is direct quote, Mike McClung, which is, that's crazy they're doing that, out of the G League. No shade, but come on, what are we doing? Mike's an outstanding athlete, but what are we doing? It used to be sacred to be part of All-Star Weekend. You're right. Not anymore. Not anymore. Now it's, hey, who gets the most clicks on YouTube? Right. Hey, that guy does dunks on the YouTubes. Maybe we can put him in the dunk contest. Is that really how they do that now? Yes. Mike McClung, has, he's nice. got a bunch of dunk videos on social media that have gone crazy. And they're like, oh, surely people will watch that. First Let off. me act- Okay. We are people that make our living on social media. I'm not telling you I'm the great savant of it. If your thought is people are going to turn on their televisions to watch somebody that they watch for free on YouTube, you need to go back to marketing 101. 
day one, class one. Because what's the problem with that? What? What's what's the problem with putting in a, a YouTube star in, in your dunk contest? It's there is one nice. very basic tenet. Of, I mean, take away the nobody knows who he is. Okay. What are you? You're setting yourself up for failure in one very specific way. You think a YouTube video is live? You think he did that dunk on the first try? Right. Because you're trotting him out of here, and he gets one shot at it. And so when he comes in there and goes full Jeremy Green in high school and just goes, ah, Tomahawk out rim. Mm. Oops. Oh, oh, yeah. That was that wasn't fun to watch. He sucks. Let's go to the bar. Yeah. Away! Yeah. That's exactly how I, I can't go. And tell you know you how the- I know that? Because you've done it four years in a row. Yeah, because I can't tell you the last time I was really interested in a slam dunk competition. Vince Carter. NBA I can tell you exactly what it was. No, Vince I mean, Carter did it, and I went, yep, that'll never be beat, and I'm Seacrest out. There, But there have been some good ones since then. Who? There, there have been some. Uh, the Dwight Howard years were great. They were awful. He's a no, big guy. Weren't. It's always bad when a big guy doesn't No, they does. weren't. Uh, and Nate Robinson, that was. Uh, oh, yeah, it was cute. Look, he's 5'9", mm-hmm. he can dunk. That's, mm-hmm. Isn't that special? Aaron Gordon put on a show several years in the slam dunk oh, yeah. competition. Aaron, Aaron Gordon, who about oh, probably 70% of the people that hear my voice right now go, hey, is he still playing for the Magic? Not for three years. Not for three years he hadn't. He's with the Denver Nuggets. Okay, that those all those that I just mentioned, five million times better than anything any of these guys could do. Oh, I'm not disputing that. Because I saw these this guys story. G leaguers. I saw this story about Mac McClung yesterday, and I went, "Are you kidding me?" First off, it surprised me that the guy was on a G League roster. Then the fact that he got signed by the Philadelphia 76ers, and two days later. Oh, he's going to be in the slam dunk competition. He's not even on the active roster. Who cares? He's not even on the active roster. He's on a two-way contract with the Delaware Blue Coats. Make him wear that. Make him wear that uniform. Do not let him wear a Philadelphia 76 uniform because he's probably never going to. It'll be like that. It'll be like that weird. And we've all done this. You have an event a wedding, your buddy's wedding or something, and you invite that girl and nobody knows who she is and you don't even really like her and then you break up five days later and you see the wedding pictures and go, what was her name again? Like, mm-hmm. who, who, I, I, she had a cat or a I, I would cactus rather, or a I would rather have. I don't know. She had something that started with a uh. I would rather have uh, YouTubers do this than some low-level NBA player I've never heard I'd rather of. watch you. Go through the dunk contest. Absolutely. That would be fun because you might die. Uh, It wouldn't be fun if you died. It would be fun if you fell and potentially hurt yourself in a non-life-altering way. But but really, I would rather see a slam ball exhibition with a whole bunch of dudes from the playground rather than watch this. I just had. And I think this is an epically wonderful idea. And, and I'm going to leave it to the listeners to tell me if this is really dumb or if it's something we should do. Okay. I say we go get an eight-foot rim. And we just go full playground <laughs> six-year-old boy. And I think we could make a better yes. dunk contest on like, a, on like a little tyke's rim. First of all, those are smaller than me, so... It, I'm so in for the. I would. Oh I will gosh. do this this weekend if well, anybody's but why? in. But why? Oh, I. I would be the Vince Carter of a six foot rim. Let's go. <laughs>
because I'm six five. I was gonna say you're taller than the hundred percent I am. Yeah, it, you know what you've never seen. Be great. You know it. what you've never seen at a dunk contest? Ten foot six dunker. You never seen that? No. Never seen a guy come through and go, "Hey, look, I could just go." I haven't, but I'd rather watch Taco Fall stand there and do nothing and just drop the ball in the basket rather than spend time trying to figure out what Mac McClung or whoever any of those other guys are. This, I swear to you, and I'm not saying this just because we are predominantly a football show. I watch what every other sport does. You get these layup opportunities. All-Star Saturday night is a layup mm-hmm. because you're not competing with anything. All you have to do is drum up some interest. That's all you have to do. And you can't do and it. And you cannot do it. No. And you know why? This is a, And this will be a super unpopular opinion. And I mean it to the depths of my soul. What league do the players have the most power? Is it the NBA? The NBA and Major League Baseball. Guess what? Our eyeballs have gone away from that for 25 years. What sport do they have the least power? The NFL, which just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm not saying it's because the players aren't smart. They are. The players are also out for themselves. Mm-hmm. The owners of these teams, they're after the money. And if they're after the money, they're after the things that will get you to to watch with your eyes. There's no incentive for Zion Williamson, who's hurt, but I just saw that name in the chat. To do this, you're gonna. What are you gonna make? Two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Who cares? Who cares? I'll lose half of it in taxes. Mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm out. There's no incentive for me to do this. This is why I wanted the NBA for years to put to put some kind of championship prize on it. At least, if you had three million dollars on the line, here's the problem: you, you can't get, get anybody to watch to do it. it. You can't get anybody to watch it. Sprite has endorsed oh. this for years. You cannot get anybody to watch it. it I'm telling you, it throws twos. It's thrown twos for years. Three-point shootout, they'll watch. The, the rating spikes for the three-point shootout. That's mm-hmm. why it ends the night now. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's the only one it's with stars. It's the only one that's even vaguely It's the only one with stars because you've been doing this with the slam dunk competition for, what, 15 years? I mean, I mean it's think, a joke. think back to the guys that I just mentioned as the best slam dunk champion since Vince Carter. Your reaction was perfect because – yeah, Dwight Howard, okay. I mean, he's really tall, and that was fun for a minute. I remember him doing the stupid uh, Superman thing, Aaron and I, Gordon, that's all I cared about. Aaron Gordon, it was great to watch how versatile he is as a big man. Zach Levine had some good ones, but those are the only stars you have. The rest of these are, you know, Robert White and uh, Mac McClung and Danny Green I or really, Derek Green. I or really who, want to figure out who Robert White is. I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. I it doesn't get, matter. I think Robert White does my taxes. Mm-hmm. So does Gerald or, Green. Or maybe has my insurance. No, Ger- I remember Gerald Green. He was actually a pretty – He was Gerald Man. Green would be the Vince Carter of this competition. But, he, but to me, he's a perfect example. He's a perfect example of I don't care who that is. He's some random guy from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Why is he in the dunk contest? And I don't is, need to see his face. And this is where I've watched baseball. I've watched uh, and and I've watched the NBA. The NHL never got the eyes, but the NHL, if the NBA and Major League Baseball marketed marketed themselves the way the NHL does, they would be more popular. Mm-hmm. The NHL has figured out we're never going to be the big dog on the block. We need to get that five million person 
corner of the market. We get Canada and we get a lot of, uh, there's a lot of eyes from Europe and things like that. That's fine for us. We're good there. We know we're never going to rate above a two in, in, in the United States. Mm-hmm. The NBA cannot figure that out. They can't. You are handed, handed four months of empty inventory. You get drugged down the sidewalk by the draft. Where half the people you don't even know who they are. (laughs) You need somebody like me that has no life to tell you who they are. And you'll watch that above the NBA draft. Mm -hmm. Or above the the slam dunk contest. Patrick Holger had a great su- great suggestion in the YouTube comments here. He said, "Bring back the past winners. Let's see, uh, let's see Jordan and uh, Johnny Dawkins and uh, Dominic uh, Wilkins. Dominic Wilkins is as big as I am right now, and I'm not sure he couldn't beat all four of these guys. Spud Webb and I would rather watch an old timers uh, hall no of uh, dunk contest than try to watch these fourth stringers no for doubt. the Philadelphia 76ers. But but it's things like this, and and, and I. It's not that I feel like we have to defend ourselves of why we talk about football for 12 months out of the year. It's things like this. Mm -hmm. You can't even take what is put on a platter for you. All you have to do is not screw it up. You know why it gets screwed up? Because your players have all the power. And there is no incentive for them. What do you think this would rate if you'd you'd had LeBron James in it for the last 10 years? Mm -hmm. You think it would rate better? Oh, yeah. Significantly better? Yeah, maybe not significantly. I think it would have been significant for a few years. The novelty would have worn off. Mm-hmm. If you had Zion Williamson in it, people that people that you know. I, th- I think they're just afraid. I think the players are afraid. They have, they no, have no incentive to do it. Right, they have no incentive to do it, but they. And, it's and, one of those, I have everything, I have nothing to gain, and I have everything to lose. And I, want you to, I, I want you to think about what you just said. Yeah. Because what you actually just said is really comical to me. Who has guaranteed contracts? Oh, the NBA does. The NFL doesn't. How many stars did you see at the Pro Bowl? I saw Saquon Barkley is not even under contract right mm-hmm. now. You know why? Because the NFL looks at them and goes, you better have a good reason. Right. And, and it could be as stupid be as Josh Allen wanting to go play in the Pebble Beach Invitational. You better have a reason. Because we need some guys here, and that got 6 million views, which will eviscerate anything the NBA All-Star Weekend does, and it was dreadful. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. When we come back from the break, it'll be time for Jeremy's bangers of the night on the hardwood and then sports center update. And we will continue here on a Wednesday here in the sportsocracy. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt Zach with EXP Realty serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business. 
and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. The Ingalls 2023 Southern Conference Downtown Dribble and Kids Fest, presented by Champion Credit Union, will be held Saturday, March 4th, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. at the Roger McGuire Green at Peck Square Park. The Downtown Dribble will feature interactive games, inflatables, pet bands, cheerleaders, and parade. Each participant will receive a basketball, Downtown Dribble t-shirt, and a ticket to the noon session quarterfinal basketball games. Check-in will begin at 9.30 a.m. at Roger McGuire Green. To register, visit downtowndribble.eventbrite.com. Coffee's the closers home. Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Another 500 night, but how about those Friars in a two-overtime thriller against Creighton? That's the beauty of college basketball. Two teams where you may not know the names of more than two players, and I couldn't take my eyes off of it. March is setting up to be special because we've got about 20 teams that have a legitimate shot at a Final Four. This is Green on Green, brought to you by Ingles Markets. Low prices, love the savings. Speaking of teams that could make a run to the Final Four, number one Alabama is a three-point dog tonight at Tennessee. You ever heard the saying, if something sounds too good to be true, it probably is? The number one team in the nation's catching three points against a Tennessee team that hadn't been able to play a tree and a child's play offensively in a month. But, 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 they were good against Missouri. Missouri is awful defensively. And this is the most balanced team in the country. Maybe Alabama is the free three-day vacation, and maybe Tennessee's the 17-hour timeshare meeting, but I can't for the life of me figure this line out. Roll Tide rolls on. Give me Alabama and the money line. They went out right. Number seven, Virginia is a 16-and-a-half-point favorite at Louisville. Over-under is 127-and-a-half. Would you like to hear a list of things I'd rather do than watch this game? Stare at a wall. Put my head through said wall. Give myself stitches after putting my head through that wall suffice to say this ain't gonna be pretty louisville may be the worst power five college basketball team i've ever seen and virginia absolutely annihilates undisciplined teams i'm not sure i've ever given a number this big 16 and a half is a ton in a college basketball game but it's not nearly enough that's actually not what i'm recommending the hammer on either virginia is one of the slowest teams in the country and louisville is brutal offensively if they get to 40 they should consider that a win crush the under 127 and a half and to the nba the charlotte hornets are a seven point favorite tonight at home against the san antonio spurs i don't get many chances to take the hornets and i'm not gonna let it pass san antonio is playing guys that sound like they should be representing you in a divorce we all know that the law firm of bassey wesley and barlow are sharks unfortunately they play like lawyers in an after work business ymca league the spurs have lost 13 in a row by an average of over 15 points this team is god awful and they give up a full three points more a night than any other team in the league Charlotte isn't good either, and this feels like a bit of a trap, but I can't resist. Give me the Hornets minus seven over the G League All-Star Reserve San Antonio Spurs, and I'll throw a doubloon or two on the under because I'm not sure San Antonio could cover 243 and a half against me and the groomsmen from my wedding. For more, follow us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy. And as always, Green on Green is brought to you by Ingles Markets. Love the savings with Ingles. Love the winnings with me. Mull it out. 
He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It is the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere around the world on the iHeartRadio app. And we are seen everywhere on YouTube. Just go to thesportocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. You can join us in the chat once you subscribe. You can join the House of Reprehensibles and all those fun things as well. The chat's always a fun place to be when you're in the sportsocracy and this off season in the NFL has already been fun. I mean, I've already had fun and the off season hadn't even started yet trying to keep track of all of the coaching changes that have happened around the league. Now, now comes the fun part where Derek Carr, he was the first domino to fall, although he hasn't fallen. I guess it was his domino got stood up when he got released by the Las Vegas Raiders. Now you've got Aaron Rodgers in in flux about what's going to happen with him. Is he going to go to New York? Is he going to go back to Green Bay? Is he going to retire? Is he going to go to Las Vegas? You got all of these all of these storylines going on. But one of the biggest things of this offseason is going to be about the contract. This is the year that we could have what four milestone contracts laid out well you're gonna have at least one and i can't fathom how you don't have three uh, extra lamar is going to get a deal from somewhere just a question of is it a franchise deal I or was say i don't know that that's the one i don't i don't know that lamar is the one that i would start with there who's I, the most i do and i'll for one very very basic reason why okay Every quarterback that signs, Lamar gets a little more expensive. Every single time. When the Desha- what is hanging up the, the, the negotiations right now? Guaranteed money. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Deshaun Watson got a fully guaranteed deal, and now that's the, that's the benchmark. Now, when that deal was signed, I told you that people around the league are going, this is not going to, this is not going to become a thing. Mm-hmm. But it does float the guaranteed money. So now, where you could have gotten 50-50, that's about where you were at before, you're not. You're going to be at 80% of it's guaranteed. Right. Whether you like it or not. Last offseason, we had the first quarterback to get the average of over $50 million a year with the Aaron Rodgers deal going back to Green Bay. But where's the high side now? Well... You had my home sign that $450 million deal, 10 years. Yep. Which it becomes more and more brilliant by the day. And where's the high side? Uh, I'm uh, So I used uh, Spot Track. That's a great – it's not always 100% accurate, mm-hmm. but it's a nice baseline. Yep. And I started with the one I think is going to get the most money, which is Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Their estimate on his deal is six years, $262 million. And I think that's low. Which I think it's low to what? Uh, 45. Yeah, I think that's no low. No shot. Yeah, I think that's low. 
Six years for me with Joe Burrow starts at three hundred million. Okay. And if you're forward thinking, you do the same thing Kansas mm -hmm. City did. And there's been this narrative that, well, Kansas City got one over on Pat Mahomes. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. He got exactly what he wanted. He got a big old check at the front end of that deal mm -hmm. where he is taken care of for the rest of his life. He knows he'll see every cent of that deal. So will Joe Burrow. So will Justin Herbert. This will. Mm -hmm. hey, but, but what about career-ending injuries? Okay, name me the last quarterback. I'll wait. Andrew Luck. Who retired of his own volitions, not because he couldn't play. And he yeah, was behind a line that looked like me, you, right. and three guys that do my taxes. Right. But that's that's the one. That's that's the one in recent memory of a guy who called it quits too early. Or maybe not too early, but had to call it quits earlier than he would have and because he was, of injuries. And he was always kind of a – he was a bit of a strange yeah, bird. football wasn't number one for him. He uh, had, Alex. he had, maybe it was number one. Maybe that's not the right way for me to say that, but he had other things like uh, he's all, you know, he's already in the midst of his, uh, uh, uh architecture business and all of that now. Oh, is he going to be on uh naked and afraid? He strikes me as the kind of guy that would do naked and afraid. <laughs> he kind of strikes me as the kind of guy that they call to do the slam dunk competition at all-star weekend. Uh, you're not wrong. Actually, He'd be the biggest name involved in it since Michael Jordan. Alex says in our YouTube comment said RG3. RG3 played on an injury. That what happened with him, you'll never see again. And that's that is the right I would say RG3 is actually the right answer because he had to go out. Mm -hmm. It was it was very obvious the mobility had take, been taken away from him. And even with him, he retired on his own terms, but it was it's time. Yeah. You're not nearly as fast as you were. Absolutely. The the knee had become a massive problem. They're going to see every cent of these deals. It's very rare. Look, here's the thing with with today's uh, quarterbacks and just today's NFL players. They have the best medical care you can get on the planet. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. It's not close. You can't. You can't. See. The president of the United States does not get better medical care. Well, maybe he does. But, you know, you get what I'm saying. Like, there is no other... Uh, position or employee or whatever that is better taken care of than nfl athletes absolutely so with all the advances in, uh, in you know in modern science and all of that no i feel like it's very limited that you're going to see this i'm very concerned about tua i feel like Tua's going down this path right now where he's going to have to pull the 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 Luke Keekley or the who was it who was the other young kid from uh, Borland, oh uh, from uh, San Francisco that quit after two years in the NFL because of concussions. Chad was uh, it Chad Borland? No, I can't remember his first name. All I can think of is Al Borland. Right? Yeah, it's not it's, Al Borland. No, he was not that guy. Anyway, he played at Ohio State. Anyway, you're gonna have more and more of these guys that just they can't take the physical toll and the repeated injuries like that. You're going to see more of that, and we have seen more of that over the last few years. But for the most part, these guys are going to be well taken care of. And Chris they, Borland. Thank Chris you, Bo Thank you. I knew it started with a C. I had Kobe, Carl. <laughs> uh, anyway, you – no, I don't. I don't feel like we're going to see. It. I mean, in a day and age where we're seeing guys return from Achilles tears and ACL blowouts within like six months of them happening, 
Yeah, no, I don't think it, career-ending injuries are real high on the list. Well, the the extended deal is the, the – this is the modern-day Brady taking less to make sure his team was taken care of. Mm-hmm. I think the forward-thinking teams are going to do this. And I even think you do it with Jalen Hurts. Lamar is the tougher one because he's so much thinner. I mean, but even Jalen Hurts was hurt at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to have to have that shoulder worked on in the offseason. But I still think you have to do it. I still think you have to do it. Salary cap goes up every single year. There's a, there is coming a day where quarterbacks are going to be making seventy five million dollars a year, and it's Absolutely. not that far away. Absolutely. I mean, you've already got a handful of guys that will be over fifty in two years. If if his career goes that way, it'll be Joe Burrow. I feel like it'll be Joe Burrow will be the one that will set that in his second contract. Well, in twenty four, not this upcoming season, but the following one. You've already got Deshaun Watson that's at 55. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, who's at 52. Sorry, I can't say that without laughing. Uh, Kyler Murray, who's at 52. Matthew Stafford, who's at 50. Those are the four highest-paid quarterbacks in the league. So, get it, that, and Mahomes is already at five. That's going to allow you to keep that team pretty intact. Sure. Because every time the salary cap goes up, and trust me, it's going to keep doing it. And I wonder if one of these guys is going to do it. I wonder if one of these guys that's going to get paid, um, who was it? It was Joe Mixon the other day. Joe, somebody He was talking to somebody in the media and was saying that Joe gets it. Joe Burrow gets it. He knows that he can't take everything he would be worth. Well, he's worth $600 million. Uh, sure I mean, that's, sure that's he is. where his value's at right sure now. Sure he is. I, I saw this track, and he, I love Spotrack. But I saw that, that prediction and audibly laughed out loud but joe mixon's take on this was that <laughs> joe knows that you have to kind of do the brady thing you go out and you get your 40 million dollars 45 million dollars whatever but see, that's you not don't how this need is, to push it. you don't need to work. push it to 55 60 million dollars a year but that's not how this is going to work it's cute that people keep saying that and and gage yesterday had a uh had a super chat where he was talking about Jalen said he was more worried about championships than he was about Absolutely. money. Okay. Um, name me a quarterback that's taken less in the last 10 years. Tom Brady. Who was 80. When he did that, he was 42 years old. It didn't matter. He could have gotten more. He decided not to, to At build 42. a better roster. Okay, let me allow me to rephrase that question. In the modern day of the salary cap era, which is in the last 20 years, Name me a 25-year-old quarterback that's ever looked at this and gone, no, I'll take less. That's It's a, it's a stupid thing that we say. Mm-hmm. It's not true. That was the whole premise of this for me. That The, the modern era of that is you're going to extend this contract out forever. So you're going to start seeing baseball quarterbacks become more commonplace. They're just not fully guaranteed. That's the big difference between the two. Right. Baseball, you so can, you're saying the minute you see- sign a deal – it doesn't matter if you cut your own leg off with a hacksaw; they're going to pay you every cent of what you uh, of what you signed. So, for. are you saying we we will start to see more of the norm of twelve to fifteen year contracts like we do in baseball? I don't necessarily think it's that long, uh, but the ten that Mahomes did, I said the day signs the deal. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you're going to see on every high end young quarterback because it allows you to be so malleable. You can do so much with a contract that's kicked out that far mm-hmm. because that dead cap hit never gets to you. Because you always have the ability to push it down the line. Mm-hmm. And then once it does hit, Pat's, thir- what, 30, he's 27 now, t- so he'll be 35 years old when that hits. All you have to do is extend it again. All you have to do is extend mm-hmm. it again. Sign him to another extension. Somebody asked if, if he would ever hold, uh, Alex has asked, would he hold out for more? No. 
No. At this point, he's a partial owner of the Kansas City Royals. Mm -hmm. I mean, Pat Mahomes is well beyond taken care of. And he knows he's going to see every cent of it and then more. Mm -hmm. And endorsements and all of the other things. Yep. But where you will where you will mess this up is if you do what the Dallas Cowboys did. Dallas took a long-term problem and put a short-term solution on it. So now you, not only are you paying a quarterback top of the market, you're going to have to do it again in four years. You're going to have to do it again in four years, and guess what? Now he's worth 60. Is he any better than he was? No. This has been the dirty little secret of the NFL for years. The best quarterback in the NFL is not always the highest paid. The highest paid is who got paid the most recently. Mm-hmm. Why in the world will we think that's going to change? That's going to keep happening, and it's probably going to get to an exponential higher tier. Oh, yeah. You're seeing the cap jump in ways that it's never jumped before. So what do you think is going to happen? You're going to have quarterbacks making 60, 70, 75 million dollars. This year, Why not get in front of it? This year you've got Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Those, those, those are the ones that will more than likely get a big-time deal and be paid in this offseason. And you got Trevor coming right behind that. Trevor will get uh, uh, an absolute bag. You know who won't? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson will get a no. bag that he can take trick or treating. He'll like, get here, he'll get a bag of Funyuns. Put some put some candy in my bag because I'm awful. Oh, sorry. He'll get I a, can't hear his he'll name. Get a, he'll get a bag of Funyuns and enough money to leave New York so he can buy into a dispensary or something. Well, it, it, you just get to a certain point where you have to realize it's it's all about asset management. And so whether it's Trevor, whether it's who's a, a year away, or whether it's the guys that are extension eligible now, you got to get out in front of this. Uh, especially, and I'm looking directly at Cincinnati. I'm looking directly at the Chargers as well, because you've got a bunch of high-end contracts that you want to be able to play here as much as you... And this kind of goes to that dynasty thing we were talking about earlier. I keep hearing this with Kansas City. When you're talking about figures like this, mm -hmm. you're never going to outrun the cap hit, no matter who it is. Even Pat, one day there's going to be an $80 million dead cap hit because that's how you have to stay competitive because it is an arms race. You are in the golden age of quarterbacks, and it's going to be not who's the best. It's going to be who has, who is the best mixed with what they have around them. And that's why I'm looking. it's completely changed my opinion on one quarterback's deal. After the break, I'll tell you that. You're in the sportsocracy, and it's ESPN Asheville. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC auto detailing they have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor you don't believe me check them out on instagram all that filth and years of stains disappear wnc auto detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction and they do wax and ceramic coatings call wnc auto detailing at 455-3700 premium care with a southern hospitality touch The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. 
It's going to be a pivotal year for a few quarterbacks in the NFL. Going to be a few getting paid big time. What's the big question that you have, Jeremy, about the quarterback contract that should warn you? Well, it's the one I've changed my mind on. I was of the belief that you should kick the can down the road on on Lamar if you're the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure that you don't have to get in front of this. Now, are you going to go the 10-year route that you're going with Herbert or Burrow or Mahomes? No. That would be stupid. Four at best. I don't agree with you. With the physical way he plays, I'm just not doing it. I'm not giving him a whole bunch of years. I don't agree with you, and there's one very simple reason why. You're at a point where if you don't have – you don't necessarily have to have the guy. You don't have to have Mahomes. I mean, you got to be on the in the upper tier. If you don't, you're doomed. That, that's the reason the Jets are willing to just absolutely hemorrhage the future to go get Aaron Rodgers. 100%. It's the only way we're going to have a guy. The only way we're going to have a guy. I'm going to give you a stat on Baltimore that blows my mind. Okay. Since Lamar took over as the starter in 2018, they played 12 games without him. Do you know how many yards of offense, not not passing, not rushing, how many yards of total offense they average without Lamar Jackson? Mm, 270. That's an insane – nobody's that low. Good Lord, a high school team's not that low. It's 314. Okay. There were five teams in the NFL worse than that this year. Colts, Bears, Tennessee Titans, Houston Texans, Los Angeles Rams. That's it. Without him, you are one of the worst offenses in the league. I don't care how good your defense mm-hmm. is. And where I was stuck with Lamar is, well, the end of the deal could be an albatross. Who cares? Who cares? This is a this is the best drafting franchise in the NFL. I say this all the time. Other than Lamar, who's the best quarterback they've had in the last 20 years? Joe Flacco. There you go. That's That kind of proves my point. Yeah, you do everything really well, except find quarterbacks. And if you move past Lamar, look, I was dead set. Let him go to Atlanta. If they're willing to give you the draft picks, have at it. And then the more I thought about it, I went, okay, so with Lamar, Atlanta's probably the fourth best team in the NFC. And Baltimore might be the second worst team in the AFC. But with him, you're competitive to win the division. Mm -hmm. Might get lucky. Might Mm -hmm. have some injuries. Might catch one of those random years. And you're relevant for the next six. Okay, let's say the last year of the deal is he's $55, $60 million. That's five years of high-level competitive. Do you realize how old that roster is? The chances of you completely turning it in one presidential term is not real high. I mean, I know how great you are, and you found a way to keep yourself relevant for a long time. Mm -hmm. Stop worrying about six years from now. What about now? Now is what's important. I would agree. And that's where I feel like Baltimore is they're, – they're being short-sighted here. Yeah, I don't know. I see when you say that, I, I would worry about right now. Yes, I would worry about right now. I would pay him for this year and oh, he's not, worry about next year. And so you keep this dark cloud around your franchise year after year after year after year because that team's regressed three years in a row. Mm-hmm. This has been a story for three straight years. The low side is, well, the last year that deal might not be that good. Okay, so but does that mean the first five are? Does that mean that for the first five, I am competitive? 
I am competing for division championships because the alternative is not great. I mean, I, I get that Tyler Huntley was a pro bowler uh, in, in name only. Yeah. And Mike McClung was in the slam dunk contest. Yeah, he was a, a, a PB-no. Pro bowler in name only. Right. Right. I'm going to make that a thing. It's weird. It's weird how we cycle because uh, I used to be on the side of pay him whatever he wants. Now you're never going to be this good without him. And now I've come back to your side of, no, I think I'm just pushing year to year. Well, he's not going to do that. And now you're on the other side. Well, because you're leaving a dark cloud around your franchise. And it's not really that my my take on him has changed that much. My take on what will happen without him has changed that much. Because I thought, well, this team drafts so well that they'll be able to keep themselves afloat. Not now. Not without a quarterback, you won't. Not now. In the NFL, now, if you're you in cannot the NFC, win without a quarterback. In the NFC? Sure. Maybe you could. San Francisco 49ers have done it for years. You're not doing it in the AFC. And it, it's dicta and I'll be honest with you, the the sheer fact that you have pushed this this far down the road, you've cost yourself a lot of money. Just think about it this way. If they'd taken care of this Lamar thing two years ago, how much cheaper would that deal be? Ten million. A year. Yeah. It's ten million a year. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about sixty million dollars over the next six. And I think, and I got that wrong. You know, people always say I don't admit what I'm wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong on Jalen Hurts. I was wrong on Lamar Jackson because the way the NFL, the way the NFL is played, is changing. Because you have to find some way to contend with Pat, with with Joe, with with Justin Herbert, uh, Gage Camplin in our YouTube chat. I'm your Huckleberry. Lamar and Jalen both have 75 percent winning percentages. Yeah, and there's something to be said for that. Mm-hmm. I think one of the dumbest things that I get inundated with on a on a really regular basis, well, win-loss record's not a quarterback stat. Yes. Is it a kicker stat? We, we going to put it on kickers now? Name me a good quarterback with a bad win-loss record. Ever. I, I can give you plenty that didn't win yeah. at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not many elite quarterbacks that win 44% of their games. I have this fight with Chicago Bears fans on like a daily basis. Mm-hmm. On like a daily basis. It's a great point. But when you get to that point, it's about winning championships, not regular season games. And so you look back Can on Lamar history. Can Jackson win you a Super Bowl, yes or no? In a vacuum. Don't worry about the rest of the league. Don't worry about the Is he talented enough to win you a Super Bowl? I think he is. There you go. I, I really How do. many quarterbacks in this league are that good? eight there you go maybe there you go 75 percent of teams around the mm-hmm. nfl are looking around going i have i have to cobble together something to win a super bowl mm-hmm. i mean and, and, and look there was no wrong answer to that if christian Sorensen in our youtube comment said no i don't think lamar can win a super bowl and that's fine i'm not telling you you're wrong i can tell you definitively tyler huntley can't oh yeah the, the days of well trent dilver won a super bowl 20 years ago mm-hmm. yeah look at that list of quarterbacks that have won in the last 20 uh whole lot of future gold jackets on that list and i would also say this about the 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 winning percentage yes it reflects on the quarterbacks i'm not saying it doesn't but it also reflects on what your team can do i mean okay so so what they put around you okay these are really good teams these are loaded rosters around a really good quarterback i get that's what good front offices do 
they build these teams and they you know they build systems around quarterbacks that work and win games yeah but I don't know I, I guess part of me feels like is it really all the quarterback is it all Jalen Hurts is it all Lamar Jackson how much of that share do we give them these are not eighty percent. Name me a quarterback that breaks this mold. Name me a quarterback that you look at and go, "Well, he, you know, he's not great, but he wins. But his team wins sixty eight percent of the time." Or the quarterback's great, but his, his win percentage is like twelve percent. That's Justin Fields, by the way. His eighteen. Deshaun Watson. Mm. I would argue Deshaun Watson's probably the closest example we have of that. I'll bet. I you mean, for God's sakes, he was the he was the leader in in passing in the NFL. What two years ago? Three years ago, and they were four win team. Mm-hmm. He's thirty one and twenty eight. Twelve of those losses came in one year. Mm-hmm. This is fifth year as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, half you, you of can, his losses came in one year, yeah. and now that team was horrid. And I'm not taking a shot at Deshaun Watson. You guys know if you listen to this program in any length of time, you know I'm a believer in Deshaun. I think he's a great quarterback. In the talent. Yeah, yes. At that, at that point. Nothing personal. I, I, yeah, we don't do that here. You're a weird dude. Uh, but, but look, you're good on the football field. But you can also be on a really bad team. And just because you're a great quarterback doesn't mean you're necessarily going to win. So I think it, it can't be viewed, to me, it can't be viewed or shouldn't be viewed in just a vacuum. All right. And my, my response to that would be, uh, if you take away one team – which, by the way, it was his best year as a pro. If you take away that one year where his best receiver had been traded away, they had hemorrhaged themselves with draft capital to go get Laramie Tunsil. Mm-hmm. You take that one year away, and on his career, he's 27 and 16. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of uh, that math maths. I, I could do the same thing with Jared Goff. You take one year where he it, – it, it's one thing if you're, the talent on your team is just god-awful. That's what gets argued with the Bears, and it's not as bad as you think. But in large part, that that, that stat, it almost always the, the math almost always maths, mm-hmm. no matter who it is. I've yet to ever have somebody give me a well look. Here's Joe Blow. That's a seventy. He's got a seventy percent winning percentage. Somebody in the comments said Nick Foles. You know what his record is? Career. What's that? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. 50% quarterback. Mm-hmm. He is the definition of league average. He is the ham and cheese sandwich of the NFL. Will it keep you alive? Yes, it will. Will it kill you? No. Not unless you put mayonnaise from, I don't know, the 90s on it. Then it might. It's average. Almost invariably, you can go back to that stat and figure it out. Lamar Jackson is a high-level winner in this league. He hasn't won in the playoffs. And I could argue that there are reasons for that. Largely, your team has been murdered half mm-hmm. of the years you've been in this league. Yep. I mean, 15 guys on IR. That's not really your fault. It's not really your fault that, and I've, I've always said it's on Greg Roman. <laughs> We're going to talk about it a little bit. I'm giving the deal to Lamar. I want the dark cloud away from me. And people will compare it to Dak Prescott. I don't think you can put those two in the same sentence. I really don't. I know one is more unconventional. Mm-hmm. One is much more difficult to game plan for. Yeah. If I had to pay $50 million to either of those two quarterbacks, it's Lamar Jackson 10 out of 10 times and twice on Sunday. And I would say 
looking at the two quarterbacks personally, I'll take Lamar all day. Just from a leadership standpoint, how you carry yourself, how you deal with the media, how you deal with the fans and all of that. It's Lamar, no question. How much will he get? That's what I'm in it for. Is it going to be a $50 million a year contract? No doubt. No doubt in my mind. And if Lamar makes 50, shouldn't Herbert make 52? Well, this is shouldn't well, this Joe is what, Burrow make 57? And, and that's something I wanted to get to. It's just perfect timing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the last here. The last thing I want to do if I'm one of these four teams, I don't want to be the last one that gets a deal done because it's going to cost me another $50 million if I am. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account. But no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800-627-1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Make 2023 the year that you change your life and you win that battle with your weight problem. It can happen for you. I I mean, I've said this time and time again in my life. I'm going to do better this year. I'm going to lose the weight. 2022, that was the year for me. The PhD weight loss program helped me lose more than 90 pounds last year. PhD is the way to go. Many people in the new year say, new year, new me. The only problem is that they use a lot of the same tendencies, which leads to new year, same you. Sometimes you need a little help, and that's what PhD gives you. They give you plenty of the food. They give you all the direction, all the guidance. If it works for a guy like me that was as lazy with my food choices as I was, it will work for you. PhD, weight loss. I lived all of my adult life around the 300-pound mark, and now I'm down around 200 pounds, and I feel infinitely better as you can imagine go to myphdweightloss.com today it's myphdweightloss.com did you know that ingles sells more organics than any other grocery store or that they run their own dairy or that they only serve usda choice and prime meat or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks well now you do it's all in the bag on the weird scale there's vegas there's florida and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. You are in the sportsocracy, and it is ESPN Asheville. And Jeremy loves animal stories. I love animal stories. I just like learning new things about animals. What that they're terrifying? I'm, most of them are. I'm big into uh, I'm big into nature shows. I, I watch all those world's dangerous animals and you know the the outdoor shows. Not naked and afraid though. That's the only one Jeremy watches because he hopes he'll see some skin. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> uh, there's a story out today that there was a contestant on Naked and Afraid who had a a a fire ember land in a oh, rather no. unfortunate area. Yeah. Which guarantees, I mean, I would never have been on the show anyway. Because if, if it was Jeremy, it would be naked and terrified. And they would have to spell it N-E-C-K-E-D. Naked. Naked. I like learning new things about animals. And one of the questions that I remember as a kid when you were in, like, biology class is, talk about snakes. Snakes don't have ears. So can they hear? 
That's an honest question. I've, I've never Jer- thought about that. Jeremy Green, your 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 honest thoughts. Can snakes hear? Maybe. I I don't know. Maybe, maybe they sense the vibration in the ground. I, I have no clue. <laughs> See, that has long been the thought. It's long been the thought that maybe not. They don't have ears, so maybe they don't hear. Maybe they just feel the vibrations in the sound waves. They hear... Well, no. Apparently, a new paper has come out that researchers have have said that no, we can almost definitively say snakes can hear. So that means yes, they can hear you scream like a girl, Jeremy, when uh, when a snake crosses your path. I'm actually not scared of snakes. Really? Of all the animals that I'm, I, I'm, I have no fear of snakes. <laughs> I've held them. I did. They don't bother me in the least. But you're freaked out by raccoons. Uh, I see raccoons way more often than I see snakes. Well, I, raccoon I, yeah. wants my trash can, which is outside my door once a week. Right. Snake lives in the desert where I will never go unless my plane goes down there. I don't know. I will just. Uh, I will never forget your wife telling me the story of you screaming like a little girl. When you got scared by a raccoon. Well, because I didn't know the raccoon was in the trash can, which so was I. <laughs> you weren't in the trash can. I wasn't you in were, it with right. the raccoon. I was trying to do something with it. Right. I, I've never had an uncomfortable interaction with a snake because I don't go outside. They they went through and they they did this research on 15 different species of snakes, and they have determined that, yes, snakes can hear you. Sweet dreams. I don't, it, it, but why is that supposed to bother me more? If they can hear me, in theory, they could get away from me. Because, I mean, they don't want to bite you. They will if you get, they're territorial. So, I mean, I, for me, it would scare me less if they could hear me than I could really? just walk upon one and he goes, oh, look at this big dumb doofus. Let me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bite you good. I don't like that at all. You know that little saying that they say about honey badgers? Snakes don't either. They're not going to move just because they hear you. Some of them might. They're territorial. Leave leave their stuff alone. They'll leave you alone. (laughs) I just thought that was very interesting. Apparently, we have proof now. A very large percentage of our our listener base is is men. Mm -hmm. We have factoids that tell us that. There is a, 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 I don't know how I feel about this. I know it would never happen to me. I'm getting married in May, and this is just another reason why I want to confirm that I'm very happy about it. There is a new trend with dating apps, specifically Bumble. Do you know what Bumble is? No. Bumble's a dating app where you do the swipe thing. It's still the, hey, you're cute. Yeah, you're cute. Now we talk. Okay. The difference is the, 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 Female has to send the first message. Okay. It's a good Cause, start. Well, because dudes are weird right. in large part. Right. You don't want to be getting those, you know, pics in your inbox. Yeah. I get it. So apparently there is now a new trend and it has gone viral based on one woman and, and an active problem that she had. Okay. She had matched with, with a gent on Bumble and she had talked to him a couple times. She was having a girl's night at her house. Sink breaks. Mm-hmm. She didn't know how to fix sink. Mm-hmm. Maintenance guy can't be there until the next morning. Mm-hmm. So she messages her bumble match to come to her house to fix her sink. 
I don't know how I feel about that. That's resourceful. Because in the comments, she specifically said, I'm not interested in the guy. But you messaged him to fix your sink. I mean, that is sending a mixed message. A hundred percent it is. I mean, because look, as as a guy, and guys, we all know this, if a girl calls you up and asks you to come fix her sink, we all know where your head's at. I'm just okay? saying, like that's. I mean, you can that's say a I'm relationship. Six, See, no to doubt. me, that's a relationship step. No doubt. I'm not coming to fix your stuff for free if I'm not getting anything out of the deal. So, in the comments of this video, there were. Uh, I'll just give you a couple of them. My debumble date replaced my windshield wipers twice. A tender hookup installed an entire sprinkler system in my yard. Now. This does not affect me at all because there is nothing short of your computer or your television that could break at your house that you would go, hey, you know who I need to call? Jeremy. Because, Jeremy. A, if there's a hammer in my house, I don't know where it is. Yeah. No, Jeremy's the guy you call if you want something broken. No, because I'm not going to show up regardless. I mean, I'm not going to come. I'm not going to show up and break it. I'm. I mean, I might ask you. How many of your friends did you have to go through before you went, Jeremy can help me fix my dishwasher? Mm-mm. No, Jeremy's a computer guy. Yes. You have a computer problem, you called Jeremy. If if it's elect- electronics, I can fix. Unless it's an actual, like, electrical wiring and then... Nope, can do that too. Really, can mm-hmm. you? Okay. That's no, the you, only... you must have learned some from Dad with the HVAC nope. business. Learned it uh, putting computers together. Oh, okay. It's all... It's not all the same stuff, but it's the same premise. Right. Uh, don't touch this. Do touch this. Make sure your you know rubber sole shoes are on the ground. Right. Don't don't touch things that are hot. It's 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 not rocket surgery. Okay. Right. I mean, I'm not saying so I can wire your house. Was uh, was there a horrible ending to this story, or was this just? No, it's just it's trended now, and and even Bill Maher started talking about this. Is this fair to people? Like, no. Are, are we just being cruel to people? Yes. You send them a message. You, you match on a dating app, and then you're like, hey, you know, I know I've never actually said anything nice to you, but could you could you come rewire my dishwasher? Just, okay. You're opening up, you're opening up a can of just worms. Just be nice that. to people. Don't Why is it that. so hard? In this world, just be nice to people. And here's the thing that I can't figure out. Where are you finding these people that actually know how to fix things? But I would, I would say, be smarter than that, right? Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, as a single woman, I wouldn't be calling some random guy to come over to my house to no, fix and, my sink well, and, when he, when I know, I should know what he's thinking. Oh, no doubt. I mean, this is how adult movies begin, and this guy, yeah, sports tank ESPN. Where's the lie? Look, I didn't say you're lying. I, I, I feel like that's more pizza than. Sorry, I, it's, it's a rabbit hole that you don't go down. I, I get it. I just okay, like dating's really not that hard. I mean, I figured it out a a bunch of times. I wouldn't want to do it. Date? Oh no, no, I'm done. Oh like, no, 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 no. Oh, you I, were you were you were you were trying to explain the bumble and the swiping left and the swiping right, and I'm going, is this hot or not? Dot com? Like, uh, wow, right? That is. Yeah, that came out that's, when you were in middle school. Yeah, that's an AOL thing. Uh, you just <laughs> right. you just did an AOL, right? Thanks, Grandpa. I, so, I all right. This is a total aside. It has nothing to do with sports. Sorry, right. names on the door. I had to make a stop last night on the way home. Mm-hmm. I saw a guy, 
And I feel for this guy. A lot. Okay. I don't know how far into the, I didn't ask questions. I just, I witnessed it. And I, I'm very glad that I don't have these, these level of issues. This, this gent had picked up some food at a restaurant that was right beside where I had to go. He was on the phone. I'm going to assume with whoever the Valentine was. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was pleased with the weird dining in choice. I haven't seen somebody backpedal like that since Deion Sanders. <laughs> it was aggressive. I mean, I thought about just going, I will give you 50 US dollars right now for the food in your, and I don't even know what it is. And I don't really care. I mean, cause I'll eat it. Amy and I just ate at home last night. So, mm-hmm. and we're doing that. We do the next weekend. Less, less people. I, I, I'm very enamored by people watching. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking at this guy going, buddy, you have you have already boo-boo kitted this day. And there's not a whole lot of ways you can save it. It's so overrated. Valentine's Day? Yeah. It's so overrated. Well, I mean, what did you well, – it's, it's, all right, so I got to know. You've been you, – you, I'm getting ready to get married. You've been married forever. Mm-hmm. What did y'all do last night? Nothing. Well, I mean, you obviously ate did, something. We did, right. We had a normal uh, Tuesday night dinner. So it's just a regular night. Just nothing. Just throw was, a, throwing, throwing yeah. a frozen pizza in the old oven. Just Mm-mm. let's ride. Yep. I got her some flowers. I got her a, I got her some flowers, and I bought her a sub sandwich for lunch. It was like, here, it's Valentine's Day. Of course, Where was I am the sub taking- sandwich from? If you say Subway, there is no. going to be a huge judgment. No. It's the best place that you can go get a sub sandwich. This is about to be a promo. Boar's Head Meats. Angles Supermarkets. Low prices. Love the savings. They got fantastic sandwiches. And you know what? I'd, like I said yesterday on the program, it's always been about her birthday for us. We've always viewed Valentine's Day as just, the, it's just another day. Now, I am taking her out of town this weekend, and we're going to do all of the things, and we're going to go out to eat. and you know, So that will be part of it but as far as it comes to i've got to have a reservation to the nicest restaurant in town for february the 14th at eight o'clock like that's not us we don't do that and i've always kind of laughed at people that do i mean there's part of me that envies that of like wow you've you've really got your life together you can remember to make appointments and 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 do things like that me on the other hand it's just it's just another day We'll see. Amy and I've been together long enough now that I've I've maxed out all of the things. I'm fully out of jewelry. It's all too new for me to replace. So you get to this point, like, all right, um, we have not been together long enough for me to buy you appliances. Uh, can't do that. <laughs> so, like, I've been plus I've you been live that- in an apartment. What appliance would you buy her other than maybe a washing machine? And you probably have a new one. Oh, yeah, we do. Right. Uh, We actually have three of those. One of those weird things when when your houses merge and then we wind up in a condo that has one and now we've just got four that's stacked on top (laughs) of each other. I'm in that weird spot of the relationship where you have to really know each other. Mm -hmm. Which is why I bought Cat Williams tickets. There you go. Boom. That's our relationship. Right. I get the people that, you know, there are people that have way more money than I do, and they can do the, the jewelry thing every year. But I've done that every year, and this year I went, I physically, there's not a piece of jewelry that I could buy and it not be like, but for why did you do that? 
I mean, you can only go earrings a couple times. Mm-hmm. I've never done that twice. It's always my go-to. Yeah. And it all matches. Just, it all works. I, you know, I, I, me and my wife were a perfect fit. We both just did not care about Valentine's, when it comes to Valentine's Day. But this is one of the best days of the year. Well, of course it is. It's Discount Candy Day. That's right. That's and right. In our daily Let's draft, go. And in our daily draft today, we're going to tell you what candies it should be that you're after. Because there are specific candies, not including Reese's, because Reese's is forward-thinking. Reese's doesn't make hearts. I mean, I'm sure they do, but they don't sell them in, like, bags. Mm-hmm. I, I was. Oh, they do. They don't make hearts. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Really? Yep. Never seen one of those. And they're great. I saw a... But they're not big. They're not big like the eggs. I saw You're, a full display of Reese's eggs, and I went, you know, this is why Reese's makes just like a bajillion dollars a year. Because they go, you know what? We're, I guess they do do a little bit with hearts. They mm-hmm. don't do much, because I'm in stores a considerable amount. I've never seen one. Right. Going straight into egg. Go straight into egg, back into the cup for the for the, for the summer, then you go back to the Christmas tree. Done. Reese's. Boom. Billion dollars. Pumpkins. Let's go. They do pumpkins, too, for pumpkins. Halloween. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Boom. Done. Let's go. Saddle up. Let's ride. So we'll do the best candy to target at the post-Valentine's Day sales coming up in the daily draft at the top of the third hour of the program here right after the Sports Center update. You are in the Sportsocracy here in the Ingalls studio. Low prices love the savings. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. It's time to discover the convenience and time savings of contact-free pickup with Ingalls Curbside. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app. And your Ingalls personal shopper gets to work with specialized training on how to select the freshest items for a pre-scheduled pickup. They'll even text you with updates. You pull up to a designated space and your personal shopper delivers your items right to your vehicle. Fresh, fast, and affordable. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. You are back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, and today was the first day that Calvin Ridley could could file for reinstatement in the NFL, and he did so. It's not just cheap candy day. It's not just discounted Valentine candy day. It's Calvin Ridley day. And here's hoping that he parlays this into a great career. It's really a nice gamble that we hope pays off. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, obviously, after the year-long suspension because of the uh, betting activity that he did while he was on his sabbatical the year before, 
Calvin Ridley has not played football in, what, almost two years? It'll be two years by the start of the next season, roughly. Because I think he went out in like week four or five. It was early. Yeah, it was early in the season that he went out uh, with first with the injury and then said he's not coming back because he's got to have time away from football. And then it was during all of that that they found out that, well, he bet on a game and he came up with the – or they they issued the suspension – for the entirety of this past season. Now he's gone from the Atlanta Falcons to the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's going to be an offense worth tuning in for next year. Worth the price of admission. I still feel like they need another weapon. Oh, I mean, a tight end? No, they're going to re-sign Evan Ingram, but I-, I want somebody on the outside. I got just completely enamored with Quentin Johnston being on that team. That's not going to happen because he's not going to fall that far. No. Uh but I mean, I. It, but I mean, that's a I, that's just, a glut. I mean, because you're not. It's it's, but it's not though. It's not because I don't know exactly. Look at Deshaun Watson. All right, he spent a year away, two years away from the game. Mm-hmm. Do he look like the same player to you? No. I mean, Calvin Ridley's not either. Uh, he he's not going to be this top twelve receiver in the NFL. I I would argue he's your two behind Christian Kirk. Now, that's still two really good receivers. Mm-hmm. Just, I feel like we have to say this every time a player misses. It was, By the way, it was October 24th of 2021 was the last time he played. Okay. So you will, you'll be a month and a half shy of two years. You, you just kind of temper the expectations. Probably a bit slow start. But, I mean, it's it, it, they're two very good weapons. I'm not trying to say that. It's just... I, I keep hearing people say, "Well, they got Calvin Ridley. They, they're fine." There's gonna be some. There's gonna be some ring rust there when he comes in. I promise you. And sure, there will be to start out, but by the time you know he gets into mid-season form and all of that, that's gonna be a darn near unstoppable offense. And now I think that was a very bright move by Trent Balky to bring him in. Mm-hmm. He got him for a five and uh, a conditional pick that can go to a two. So. You know, here's the hope and they reinstate him. And I don't see a reason that they won't. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. It's discount candy time. Coming up after the Sports Center update, we will have our daily draft. Which ones are you getting on the uh, bargain shelf? He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It is the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400 and heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And we can be seen everywhere on YouTube. Just go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. And, you know, as we typically do on the third hour of the program, we do the daily draft. And as we do from time to time, it's not always sports related because there are other things in this world that we need to focus our attention on. And the days following Valentine's Day, it's going to be some of the greatest deals that you could get on candy. Uh, according to John Carmen at our YouTube comments, uh, 90% off at Walgreens, which means Already? I will, which means I will be stopping it. Walgreens wow. when, I, when I leave here. Wow. They just want to get that inventory out quickly. I'm See, okay with that. I remember the days where you could go in the day after Valentine's Day and it was like 20% off, 25% off. And you had to wait at least a good six days 
before you go in, and that's when you get the dirt cheap candy. Of course, you're also left with the crap that nobody wanted when it was, you know, a decent sale price. But there's also there there's always things that uh, little gems that you can find in the hall. So apparently, like like I said, ninety uh, percent off at Walgreens today. No, that is not confirmed. I just saw it. It's a heck of a deal. That's what we're being told. Our sources are telling us that at Walgreens you can find Valentine's candy for 90% off today. Um, All right, so Daily Draft will trade back and forth here. And this is different from regular candy. Uh, We've talked about regular candy before. Yeah. Valentine's Day candy, completely different. Okay. Because you have to go into this with, with, to me, with two mindsets. And maybe half of this is because I'm a big, dumb animal, and I make a lot of mistakes. So I might put back a couple items to add to flowers for when I screw up over the course of the year. Hmm. Something you never thought about. Okay. So what happens when we've been divorced twice. Let's go. <laughs> you learn. You learn. Let's go. Okay. All right. Uh, first pick. That belongs to you. Belongs to me in today's daily draft. Okay. And I and I, and I feel like you're not going to do this right. Because I think I know what you're going to say. And it's not really a Valentine's Day candy. Hmm. You seem to know a lot about something I haven't even made my own mind no. about. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm just taking what you said in the break. I thought you it sounded like you had a, a no, definitive no, 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 lead. No. No. Um, no, when it comes to Valentine's Day, there is one candy above all others. It's the, it's the one thing that you can go out and get because it's Valentine's Day. I can't think of another reason why you would buy one of these for any other day of the uh, of the year. And I, don't it's, like, I don't like where this is headed. Well, of course, the, the, the buttons. But if you're going to sleep with somebody's wife, you're better off giving Russell Stover chocolate. Uh, that was from the great Randy Houston uh, that's, that's, on our Saturday show. It's one of the greatest lines that's ever Absolutely. been said on the show. We got, we got into the conversation about, I think it was an Easter candy it discussion was. that we were having. It and, was. And I have said for a long time that Russell Stover's samplers are the, the best things on the planet because I'm a variety guy. I don't necessarily like having a bag of, of just all the same candy because i'm a formerly fat guy who will eat the entire bag and i don't want the same thing over and over again i want some of the uh you know coffee flavored stuff i want some oh, of the yeah. uh I, I don't the, the coconut to... stuff if, if, it, if it ends in offie i'm out coffee toffee out no i don't want that in chocolate uh i actually bought my my soon-to-be wife for valentine's day a gigantic russell stover heart that was filled with just chocolate covered nuts interesting which is divine okay okay i that dig that heart will not make it to the weekend i promise i'm going with the russell stover's boxed heart candy but it's the the variety candy because you also buy that for your significant other in case there's stuff in there she doesn't like and then you get some of it as well see i do that a lot i will do that with my wife because she doesn't like coconut stuff and i love oh, coconut stuff coconut's great no, I'll stop that. I will never understand you, you, the, you, the, the fascination with... What's your favorite fruit? Fruit? Yeah, your favorite fruit. Just curious. 
It's either pineapple or grapefruit off the top of my head. That tells me a lot. <laughs> I like both of those. Your soul lot. is broken inside. Uh, I like strawberries he, too. I mean, I like. There's really he likes not- very acidic things, like 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 things that you eat, and sometimes you'll go, "Oh, whoa, that was a rush." I mean, for me, there's not really a loser fruit. I'm just say you don't like coconut. You don't like. Don't like uh, you, you don't like uh, melon. I like melon. You don't like honeydew. You don't no. like cantaloupe. No, I love cantaloupe. Oh, do you? Okay. Honeydew is it, honeydew has a. I mean, I'm not going to say no to it. I've just always thought it had kind of a weird flavor. Mm-hmm. You don't like bananas? No, bananas gross. Bananas <laughs> straight up gross. I'm just saying, there's a, there that's, seems to be a lot of fruits no, that you don't no, like. No, no, bananas are that's actually not edible. That's not food, uh, I, and I don't know why anybody eats it. To be really frank with you, all right, Russell Stover's Hearts Mix Variety Box. That's the number one pick. It's not even close. Like I said, when, what other day of the year are you going to buy one of those? Well, y- you made me. Uh, you made me go to the the backup answer, mm-hmm. which is the Whitman sampler, which to me is okay. every it's it's almost as good as Russell Stover, and it has more of an assortment. So you even get like the little little chocolate covered peanuts in it, and it's got all the things. Oh yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, if you go with the deluxe box, the big one. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, all of it, it, look, we're two formerly fat guys. We're not going with the little itty bitty one no the heart i got my wife was almost as big as the the hood of the 2023 platinum nissan rogue from fred anderson nissan of Asheville that i'm driving right now i do think whitman the, the whitman sampler and the, the russell stover are close yeah i don't know does whitman sell like actual heart boxes though because i don't yes. know that i've ever seen it well, other than, in, in anything other than the cross stitch yeah front box. Uh, you know now that you mentioned that i don't know it, I don't but, know. Again, but again, it's one of those things that you just buy on Valentine's Day. Okay, this is, I, I feel like this is going to be a a little spicy. Because there is an element of uh, of the world that doesn't particularly like what I'm getting ready to say. And it's the Ferrero Rocher. Mm. It's got the, the nice little crispy bits yes. on the outside. Yes. And then you bite into it, and it's just, it's just chocolatey goodness. I never knew that one of those was Nutella. I did not know that, which is weird because I don't like hazelnut. Yeah, but they're just—they're like a double treat. You bite into it, and it's got that nice little crunchy exterior, and then you get into the 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 gooey chocolatey happiness on the inside. Yes. So the Ferrero Rocher um, truffles. So what are they? I don't actually know what a truffle is. That's that's what I know. What truffle oil is? No, that smells like and that smells like a corpse. You're thinking of mushrooms. Yeah, that smells like a corpse, and I don't understand why people put it on things. Now they do. They do call those. Yes, that is called a truffle as well. But the chocolate truffles are the candy outside with the the soft, gooey. Oh, maybe don't call those things by the same word. Because I I always thought I just didn't like truffles because I was thinking of the the, mm-hmm. the nasty thing that people right, put on food. Right. See, this is what I like about Valentine's Day candy as opposed to other candy days. I feel like Valentine's Day candy because it's the romantic holiday. It's, it's, it's fancier. It's different. Right. It's fancier. Like when it comes time for Easter, and we'll probably do this for Easter because I think we do it every year. 
Uh, it's always butterfinger shaped like a heart. Uh, so that's where I thought you were going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got to get the fancy stuff out of Absolutely. the way. Absolutely. See, you've already gone down uh, the. Or we, I, I took the Russell Stover's heart box. You took the Whitman sampler. Then you go Ferrero Rocher truffles. I'm going to go with the Lindor. The Lindor truffles are fantastic. They are, but they don't have the crunchy on the outside. No, they don't. They don't have the little uh, the little bits of, of the little of right the little crispy the outside, th- whatever. Yeah. I don't even know what it is, and yes. I don't care. It's just delicious and awesome. <laughs> I mean, part of me wants to call it nut shavings, but I don't want that on my candy, so we shouldn't go down that path. But <laughs> oh, yep, Jeremy just had a stroke on it. Jeremy just had a stroke on air. There's blood coming out of my ear. I feel very sure. I let that go, and I'm almost disappointed in myself. Uh, so I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna go with truffles as well, but I'm gonna go with the uh, the the Lindor truffles because they're just fantastic, and I don't really care. I don't really care it's what crushed flavor it is. hazelnut, by the way. Yeah, see, which is weird because like I don't I like said. hazelnut. That's maybe I'm learning something about myself here. Mm-hmm. You don't like hazelnut. I don't. Yeah. And that's fine. You don't like hazelnut coffee. You don't like any flavored coffee. I almost put hazelnut creamer in my coffee, and I'm telling you right now, I'd have thrown the cup away. And it's a reusable cup. Ugh. That and French vanilla. Stop. Don't. Okay. There's two. There's two ways that you, coffee should come in two flavors. Coffee, which is just black coffee, mm-hmm. and then maybe you throw some creamer in it. Right. I don't need all the 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 froofy. The froofy. Just milk. Okay, now I feel like we've gotten all the fancy chocolates out of the way. I mean, of course, there are higher-end oh, chocolates. I've got a, a couple more that I, I like where you're headed. Just, just fancy stuff? Uh, 100%. Just fancy stuff. Well, look, I'm a, I, like I said, I'm a simple guy. Like, to me, Russell Stover's uh, sampler box and the, the, the truffles, whatever brand of truffle you want, that's the fancy stuff. And then it comes time for the, 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 the usual suspects. Because this year, this is the first year I'd ever seen these. My wife brought a bag of them home, and they did not last long. These were Reese's hearts. Now, these weren't like the peanut butter. Uh, they they weren't like really peanut butter cups. They weren't really like the trees or the pumpkins no, these or the are Easter little, eggs. It took me some digging to find what you were talking about. Yeah, these are little ones. They kind of look like the Dove chocolates that are individually wrapped. They come in a bag, but there's a di- to me there's like a different consistency with this. Other aside Every from the, has a different consistency, right? Aside from from the cup, it's it's a thicker chocolate outside, and the inside seems like a creamier kind of a peanut butter to me rather than the usual stuff. Reese's has the best chocolate and the best peanut butter. Yes, they do. And I don't think, I, it, I don't I, think it's close. I was about to say, for me, it's not even debatable. Like, what is the most overrated thing in all of candy? I'm just curious if we're on the, if we're on the same plane here. The most overrated there thing. There is one word that you can say right here. It's the most overrated. I've never understood who actually buys it. I have no idea. Hershey. I will never oh, like. Yeah. I don't know who goes into a store and goes. I want a Hershey's Kiss. I mean, if it's sitting around somewhere, I'll I'll eat it. I just can't figure out who buys it. Other than my grandmother. Yeah, I I mean, unless you're making s'mores, because they because they come in the little bricks that you can break apart and they're easy to put uh, on graham crackers, I'm, I'm, which like, I'm never gonna do. I don't like Hershey's chocolate. I don't either. I never have. I, I don't. I, I've never understood it. It's like the gold standard of chocolate. It's mm-hmm. substandard to ten different brands. Yes. Mars has the best chocolate. No doubt. 
No doubt. Without a question. Uh, so for me, I'm not a traditionalist to go down that path. Like, you know, some people will say Hershey's Kisses and stuff like that. I, I think those are gross. I, I mean, if if there's something in it, like just the plain Hershey's Kiss, I'll never – like, who buys that? Mm-hmm. And why? Old people, I guess. At Sports Tank ESPN. <laughs> All right. Well, it's that time. Oh, uh, it's break time. I have two – fancy-ish chocolate still left on my list. Indeed. And then I'm going to be the eight-year-old that I am. Uh, the Eric Bradley said the little Reese's hearts are awesome in our YouTube comments. So when I first, I had, I'd never seen a Reese's heart. I didn't know they existed. Uh, apparently they have another one that comes in the individual wrapped. It's like the egg. Mm-hmm. That is not a heart. No, nope. It's way, it's, it's too long. And it, I mean, it, it looks like something that would make sense for Valentine's Day, but it sure as hell ain't all right. So <laughs> I just, I just, uh, you do with that information what you will. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where they come from. I don't know where they're sold. It's, if, if your heart looks like that, you need a, a cardiologist immediately. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. The Ingalls 2023 Southern Conference Downtown Dribble and Kids Fest, presented by Champion Credit Union, will be held Saturday, March 4th, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. at the Roger McGuire Green at Peck Square Park. The Downtown Dribble will feature interactive games, inflatables, pet bands, cheerleaders, and parade. Each participant will receive a basketball, Downtown Dribble t-shirt, and a ticket to the noon session quarterfinal basketball games. Check-in will begin at 9.30 a.m. at Roger McGuire Green. To register, visit downtowndribble.eventbrite.com. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At Home Trust Bank, we're proud of that. And that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home when it's time to buy. Visit your local Home Trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, eh, Kai? Today is one of the biggest days of the year because... It's discount day on Valentine's Day chocolate. February the 15th, the stores, they trot out those uh, those special little kiosks and go, here you go, boys. Just take it all because we don't want to keep this stuff around. Uh, our, our buddy uh, Dark Soldier commented this, and, and I'm, I'm going to hit the button even though he didn't super chat it because okay. I never know this. Do you know who owns Reese's? Uh, never thought about it. Hershey owns Reese's. Do they really? How is their chocolate so much better then? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It makes no sense to me. I've never bought a Reese, mm. or a Hershey Kiss in my life. I will eat 
uh, her, a, a Reese's cup off the fl- off the sidewalk in a in, in a in a dirty place too. I mean, like <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be like oh they clean the sweets the streets every night. I don't care. I don't care if it has dirt on it. I will. It will go into my face hole. Mm-hmm. Love Reese's. It's very good. All right. So I started with the Russell Stover's mix box as the number one pick. Jeremy goes Whitman's sampler box. Then the Ferrero Rocher hazelnut dusted uh, truffles. I went with Lindor truffles. And then Reese's hearts. Not the big ones, the little ones. There's there's one that's on the board, and this is another uh, uh, it's another chocolate that is just it's just superior to it's just a really good chocolate. Okay, Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli. The yeah. the little oh, I could eat a thousand of them, and they're individually wrapped to make you feel fatter than you are. At least that's how they always make me feel, because I eat half a bag, and then there's like 19 wrappers laying around me, and I go, oh, mm-hmm. not how I was supposed to do that <laughs> uh yeah they there is no i mean there is they they have to put the nutritional facts on the back with the serving size but those numbers are, are fake yeah they're, they're two cookies stop nobody eats two cookies no nobody a does serving that. size of Ghirardelli's half the bag let's go yes all right if that bag lasts for more than a day you have more self-control than i do <laughs> And my next one, and now I'm worried that Hershey owns them too. Not Ghirardelli, but the one I'm getting ready to say. It's Dove. Mm. Dove has, there's something about their chocolate that it's just, very it's good. better. It's very creamy. You bite it, exactly. Yeah. It, 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 for me, a Hershey's kiss always feels like you're biting into a, a block of chalk. Because it breaks apart and it's all crummy. A little bit. And I just, I don't like that. I like the dove. Dove is dove. The dove is just good. like melts. Yes, and it's amazing. Okay, all right. All right, I have one more pick, and and I need the YouTube comments to comment here. Um, mine is not my fifth choice. Is not technically a candy. I mean, you find it on the candy aisle, and it allows me the opportunity to make a Valentine's Day double entendre, and it's a staple of all mulleted uh, white trashy valentine's days mm-hmm. so i need a ruling here am i allowed to do this yes or no without saying exactly what it is which is which is hard to do uh, i need a ruling on this but i can't tell you what the infraction is <laughs> here's the question is the fact that i'm cheating a little bit worth the joke that's all i'm asking gotcha, gotcha. uh all right my next pick in the uh what are you looking for what should you be looking for on the discount shelf This day after Valentine's Day, where we've already been told, our sources in the YouTube chat have told us that you can get candy at Walgreens for 90% off. I don't know if that's just to that one store that he went to or if that's like a company-wide thing, but strike while the iron's hot. I'm I'm going to find out. Get there while the good stuff is, uh, is still readily available. My next pick is M&M's. It's the Valentine's Day M&M's. Doesn't have to be anything special. I'm angry at M&M's. Why? Because they did this stupid Maya Rudolph commercial with, oh, we're, we're getting rid of the spokes candies, and you did all this, and stop it, okay? You're, you're delicious candy, and you all taste the same. In spite of what anybody tells you, there's no discrepancy in any of the colors of M&M's. M&M's were dead to me for a while. Mm-hmm. 
best Eminem. Just, just because of the Maya Rudolph commercial. No, because of the because you you set it up with well, we're getting rid of the spokes candies, and I should have seen it coming. Like you're you're stop that. <laughs> just stop that. Just stop it. Uh, okay. My final pick here is um, you know I gotta go I gotta go something fruit flavored. Because we've done a lot of chocolate, and I'm a big fruit-flavored candy guy. Now, I'm going to go Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids, they're my go-to. Really? Yeah, yeah. I love I love sour candies. I love gummy candies. Uh, see, to me, there and was only sour ever, gummies. I'm in. There was only one sour candy ever. It was the Warhead. Yeah, I didn't like those. Oh, uh, How? Those hard oh, yeah. candy that you no, I oh, I've never I been would, a huge hard candy fan. Oh, I would eat warheads as a kid until my it felt like my mouth was gonna bleed. Uh yeah, no, I'm going I'm going Sour Patch Kids. They have whatever the Valentine's Day mix is for them. The sour candy called, hearts. Really? I just I don't I don't know. I don't there's two there's two candies that I've never really understood. Sour Patch is one, mm-hmm. and they're fine. I mean, I had the the what are the, the straws? Isn't that isn't that a Sour Patch thing? Somewhere in there, the punch straws. Yeah, is that I had a couple about? of those yeah. in my life. I just I never really got it. And jelly beans. I love jelly. I beans. do not understand why people eat jelly. I beans. love jelly beans, but that's not that's that's an Easter thing. It's not a Valentine's Day thing. To me, I just I don't I don't get those. All right, uh, so Eric Miller commented uh, was something that. I can't believe I didn't think of this, but he has a very good point. Okay. Name's on the door. I can do whatever I want to. So this is not technically a candy. But if you want to ensure yourself that you have a Jeremy Green mulleted white trashy Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. it would not be complete without the hostess Valentine heart-shaped ding-dong. Let's go. Let's go. I'm six years old, and I, if, if you allow me to say that, then I'm going to. I also didn't know those were a thing. This is, I swear to you, this is a true story. I did not know those were a thing. I didn't know little Debbie made heart-shaped things. Mm-hmm. I guess I never paid attention. I only ever did the, the Christmas tree cake. Yeah. I, I found I, I found heart-shaped little De- I bought like four boxes of them. They're oh in my, my car. Gosh. Yeah, they're in my car, and I didn't even hide it. So you're I, that. You're I didn't that hide it. Okay. That's, that's fine. That's fine. I ate one on the way home. I, I don't even care. See, that's the, that's the thing. is like when you when you talk about the holiday candies, it's all the same candy. It's all the same candy. You just wrap it up into a different package each and every. See, but for me, it's not. I like different things. Like Reese's, it's big holiday for me is Easter. Okay. I, I will eat a thousand Reese's eggs. But how many Christmas trees do you eat during the Christmas? I, maybe season? one or two. Really? I, just that's not Well, you're too busy stuffing your face with the Christmas tree cakes from little Debbie. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, little Debbie gets There all were of the no Christmas less season. than ten boxes of those purchased by you that I know of. Oh A, what are you a cop? B, that was only for this studio. <laughs> that's only what I felt the urge to share with you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't know all of the different places that I will hide little Christmas tree cakes. No, no I do not. Frankly, I, one of my favorite games, 
I like to call this the domestic light hide and go seek. I like to buy 10 boxes, go home, drink 11 domestic lights and just put them places and I'll find them over the course of the year. Mm -hmm. Then it's like Christmas in July. Let's go. Uh, the dark soldier says that, uh, dove is a Mars candy. That's what I thought, but I so, wasn't sure. Okay. That's uh, good. He's broken my brain that, that Hershey's owns Reese's. It's my least favorite. My least favorite candy company owns my favorite, but only because they bought it. I mean, like, it's not like they have the same recipe for but chocolate. They make the money. Okay? Oh, sure. And, that, and now, that, and now I'm going to think about that every time I buy Reese's. Well, because if your original product is lesser. You go out and buy something that's better, and then you can make the money off of both of them. That's capitalism at its best, my friend. Can't believe I'm having to explain that to you, well, it, Mr. Okay. Moneybags. Listen, okay, I <laughs> understand capitalism. I get it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean I have to like it. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. All right, so uh, the final tally here is uh, I got the Russell Stover's box, the Lindor truffles, the Reese's hearts, the little ones, not the big ones, uh, M&M's, whatever mixed bag of Valentine's Day M&M's, it doesn't matter to me, and the Sour Patch Kids. And I got the Whitman sampler, the Ferrero Rochers, the Ghirardelli squares, the Dove hearts, and the Valentine heart-shaped ding-dong. Let's go. We'll be back with the most important message of the day right after this. Cover the convenience and time savings of contact-free pickup with Ingalls Curbside. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app. And your Ingalls personal shopper gets to work with specialized training on how to select the freshest items for a pre-scheduled pickup. They'll even text you with updates. You pull up to a designated space and your personal shopper delivers your items right to your vehicle. Fresh, fast, and affordable. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Back in the sportsocracy, time for the most important message of the day. Don't do crimes. No, 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 it's not that. It's go get the discount candy. Second most important message of the day, though, is don't do crimes. Uh, my story comes to us from Springfield, Missouri, where a man decided he wanted, I, I guess this is kind of fitting, along with Valentine's Day. It didn't happen on Valentine's Day, but... Valentine's Day, to me, has always been about, um, you know, people trying to prove something to their significant others. I'm not sure what the point was that this guy was trying to make other than, hey, you want to see how fast I can go to prison? Because 30-year-old Michael Conley Lloyd, he, he well, he, he found himself on the very high end of the FAFO scale when he decided to go rob a bank in Springfield, Missouri. He went into a Bank of America branch where he demanded money from the teller with a note. He wrote down on the note, give your, mo give your money now, not give me your money, give your money now, 
Don't say anything. I have a partner outside. The big problem with the note was what it was written on. It was written in pink highlighter on the back of his birth certificate. Oh, boy. (laughs) Now, it gets worse than that. Not only did he use his birth certificate as the note to demand money from the woman, from the teller behind the counter, he was also wearing an ankle monitor. He was wearing a house arrest ankle monitor. So he's already under supervision of the state in some sense. But just in case his whereabouts wasn't enough proof for the for the cops, here here's my birth certificate as the demand note. That's a special breed of stupid. It absolutely like is. That's, there's no doubt. That is that that is that's some next level kind of mm-hmm. stupid right there. Mm-hmm. My story falls into the same vein. It's about Joby Poole. He's thirty two year old man. Joby. Joby. Okay. Is a 32-year-old man from London, England. He has been arrested because he did crimes. He actually did several crimes. Okay. First, he stole a semi-truck. That's grand theft in and of itself. Yes. He then proceeded to use a metal grinder to break through a gate at an industrial park in Telford, which is in central England. Okay, that's trespassing, destruction of property. So you would think he's stolen a semi and he's broken into an industrial park. So he must be after some kind of very expensive good or a very large good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He stole $38,000 of Cadbury cream eggs. <laughs> First of all, do you realize how long that would take to load? Because it's quite a long time. 38,000, there comes, uh, you know, a 1,000 to a case probably. It's a lot of pallets of Cadbury cream eggs. I guess. My next question would be, what exactly did you think you were going to do with them? Is there a tremendous secondary market for the Cadbury cream egg? No. You you go door-to-door selling them to gas stations? This this begs the question. How how big big a boy are are you? (laughs) How big a boy are you? Yeah. Because I, I'm, uh, I'm going to be honest with entirely, you. We've been doing this together entirely yeah. too long because I knew exactly where you were headed. Absolutely. Because, I, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Uh, in my formerly fat Tank Spencer days, or before I was formerly fat Tank Spencer. Uh, when you uh, were just fat Tank Spencer. Yeah, yeah. I would eat Cadbury cream eggs by the half dozen. I love those things so much. The caramel ones are even better than the regular cream eggs. So is this a weird time to admit I've never had a Cadbury cream egg? Yes. Yes. I've never. I, I cannot figure out what would have to happen for me to actually buy one of these. A, I don't like cream-filled anything. Mm-hmm. Donuts, eggs, none of it. But why would you steal a bajillion of them? So you could sell them when it's not Easter. Because that's that's always been my problem is I can only find them at Easter. So I have to eat 7,000 of them in the month of March. Oh, yeah. I've, ne- I've never had one of these. Uh, and it may be because of that stupid commercial. The the one commercial I think they've ever run that they've oh, run the for bunny. 30 years. Get the chicken. It's a bunny. It's so stupid. It, it is the stupidest commercial in the history of commercials. But here's the thing. So since the theft of the trailer 
and the theft of the contents were two separate acts. Okay. That's two counts of grand theft, and it means he could do 50 years. It's not worth it. The sugar for, high is not worth it. For Cadbury cream eggs? Like, if it was a if it was a truckload of Reese's, I mean, still don't do crimes, <laughs> but I at least get it. You would have understood that. It's just, I don't do cream-filled things. Mm-hmm. I had a cream-filled donut when I was like eight years old. I went, no, that is... Ugh. Was it just the surprise of the consistency of the of the? I don't the like stuff I don't like jelly filled donuts. I don't mm. like cream filled donuts. I'm, I don't like caramel. Period. Weird. I just I don't like no no like if, if I bite into a donut I want dough. It's in the it's in the name right dough nut. If I bite into an egg I don't want cream inside it. Yeah I can't I can't really I mean obviously this is dumb and you should not do crimes. But I can't really blame him. I mean, at least he went for the Cadillac of of candy. It's the Cadbury cream egg. Oh. Uh, we have one of these from our buddy Gage. I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, he asked, who do we believe will be the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator for Philadelphia now that they've lost Jonathan Gannon? Brian Johnson. And Shane Steichen. Brian Johnson's the easy one. Quarterback coach. No doubt. Elevated. Several teams wanted him as their offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. or at least to interview him. That's the easiest decision in the history of time yeah you've got the he guy was the offensive in-house. coordinator at florida what we're learning about the nfl is that if you've got these guys in house you better promote keep the, them keep or the you're system. gonna lose them keep the system right right i mean with with all of the quarterbacks coaches and the the, the offensive assistants and things like that that are yeah, this guy's a star but we've got this offensive coordinator that we really really like well he better be great or else you're going to lose that guy behind him. Now, for the defensive coordinator, I'm going Denard Wilson. He was the right hand for uh, for for Jonathan Gannon. Okay, I, I'm big into. I don't want to change much. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. One of my biggest fears of the offseason so far is Steve Wilkes in San Francisco. Not because he's not a good coordinator, because that's a completely different system. So what Steve Wilkes does and what D'Amico Ryan's and Robert Sala did—that's completely different. I had the best defense in the league. I don't need to reinvent the wheel here. I need somebody that can continue doing what we have been doing. So just I would I'm a stay in house kind of guy. Which leads me to the the next topic of the day. Eric the enemy thing's getting really loud. What about it? That he's either going to take the OC job uh, that he's going to take the OC job with the Washington Commanders. Of course he is. I find it baffling how many people don't understand this. I listened to a guy on national radio last night on my way home for half an hour, rolling on and on and on about how it would be the biggest mistake that Eric Bieniemy ever made to divorce himself from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes because it's never going to get any better. And I thought, dude, you're missing the point here. The point is this guy's got aspirations of his own. Mm-hmm. And he's never going to reach them while he's under Andy Reid. And I really don't know that he wants, one, wants to hang around to be the heir apparent to there's Andy no Reid when he leaves. There's no telling how long it's going to take. Exactly. Like, Eric Bieniemy's looking at this going, I should have been a head coach in this league three years ago. Mm-hmm. I should have got a job three years ago, at least. Maybe even four years mm-hmm. ago. 
But for whatever reason, I can't get the break. I can't get either it was the timing was off because I'm in the Super Bowl every year. That or, was 40% of it. Right. Or, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a bad interviewer or there's rumors about me I, or I whatever. I firmly believe that's 2% of it. I don't know what it is. There's uh, did, something. Did you happen to hear what Aaron Rodgers said to Pat McAfee about Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport? No, what did he uh, say? Of, uh, I like the guys. They're great at their job, but uh, they don't know bleat about me because they, they claim that they have sources in my inner circle. Mm -hmm. Nobody in my inner circle would ever talk to them. That's why they're in my inner circle. Okay. I'm starting to wonder if there's if there's some of that with the enemy. Maybe. They didn't want to wait. You know, that's it was a lot of it. And then you don't get the credit because you're under Andy Reid. Mm -hmm. I fully believe he ends up with Washington because I can't for the life of me figure out why they would hire Greg Roman. And that's the only two candidates that I know about. Mm -hmm. I think that's I think I, what I read was those are the, the only, only two, two candidates that they're going to talk to. Yeah, it's, because it's, the answer is Eric Bieniemy. No doubt. He is the guy. He was the up and coming guy four years ago. And now he gets the the full on. I take the reins of the offense. Yes, that. It also tells me that he would have to be reasonably in on Sam Howell. I, I know people don't Absolutely. like this answer, but they're not planning on doing anything else. No. If Taylor Heineke wants to come back, he'll do it as the backup. Carson Wentz is not coming back. Mm -mm. He will be in his fourth team in four years. Eric Bieniemy needs to do this. He I needs agree. to leave the Kansas City Chiefs. He's never going to get the credit while he's under Andy Reid. He's never going to get the credit while Patrick Mahomes is his quarterback. And if he doesn't want to wait for Andy to retire, which I honestly don't think is coming anytime soon. I, I do. I don't think Andy's the, I'm going to do this until I'm 75 years old. I've never thought that about him. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe he gets to a point where he's just like, I've done enough. But I honestly don't think that comes unless he wins like the next three Super Bowls in a row, which is not going to happen. There was real talk that he could have walked away this year. Yeah. And I think there Maybe was. Maybe I'm wrong. I think there was more. There was more more fire to that than, right. than than just smoke. Right. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe he wants his time to spend time with family. You can't begrudge the guy. He's had a Hall of Fame career, no doubt about it, and whatever he wants to do, fine. But Eric Bieniemy doesn't need to wait around. He doesn't yeah. want to wait around. And so I'm going to go to one place where no one else is going to get the credit but me. Ron Rivera's not getting the credit if no. Sam Howell turns into you know a top, what, 15 quarterback next year in the league that's all eric b and then guess who's coming to call and, and the las vegas raiders the los angeles chargers the dallas cowboys one of these teams that's going to be you know that's going to be making a change next year at their head coaching position they're going to call eric b next year when the washington commanders are not in the playoffs. and that's just part of it it's just part of it, it it's an imitation league and the matt Nagy thing has just left a bad taste in people's mouth uh, of you know, Matt Nagy goes to Chicago, and all of a sudden, that Andy Reid influence looks like it just didn't get on the plane with him. Mm -hmm. So, if you're, and I'll even go one step further than what you said. I don't think you have to turn Sam Howell into a top 15 quarterback in the league. I think you need a competent offense. Because in, for extended periods of time last year, Washington did not have that. And if you're able to mold a second-year quarterback that a lot of people had a lot of reservations about into a competent NFL starter, then you've at least shown it's not Andy. I left Andy. Andy's not here with me. And I was still able to do great things. Mm -hmm. I heard Stephen A. Smith say this this morning. 
you do get that the highest highs that Andy Reid has ever achieved were with Eric Bieniemy. Yes, he gets zero credit for that. I mean, I, he also had some successful offenses in Philadelphia, not to this level. Well, He's no. been top five five years in a row. Well, yeah, but he didn't have the greatest quarterback of all time. No, and I understand that, but and that was kind of what Stephen A. was saying is okay. So we're we're gonna give Bieniemy no credit for this kid being the greatest quarterback of all time. He's the one that's hands on with the offense. Pat Mahomes was not that level of prospect coming out. He had a great arm, mm-hmm. but I mean, he was he came out of an air raid system. There were a, there there was a lot of acclimating him, and as soon as Eric Bieniemy got promoted, all of a sudden the offense just exploded. So, I I do feel like it's it, it is time for him to get his just desserts. I hope it's with Washington because I think he could do fantastic things for for Sam Howell. Mm-hmm. Now, Greg Roman, on the other hand, Stephen Tao said in the comments, we haven't Please talked no. about Greg Roman. Um, I why why should we? It, here's the thing, I'm not a Baltimore fan. I don't, I, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the end all be all, obviously, of, uh, of, you know, judgments on coaches and their abilities. I've never gotten the Greg Roman thing. I've never looked at him and went, hey, he is an innovator. I've kind of looked at that Baltimore offense over the last few years and gone, you know, I think if Greg Roman's play, play calling was a little bit better, they, they actually might be better. That's why I love Todd Monken coming in there. Tell you a fun story about uh, about Greg Roman. Um, in the he has been a coordinator in this league for a decade. Mm-hmm. Three teams. Do you know how many times in? Uh, well, I shouldn't have said decade. He's been a coordinator nine years. Do you know how many times his teams have finished in the top eight in total points scored? Twice. Six. Really? They've been in the top four. Five of those times. Okay. He's not as bad of a coordinator as people want to make him out to be. He's got a lot of experience. I don't, I don't hate it as much as what I didn't want to see as a first time offense coordinator. I didn't want to see somebody come in there with Sam Howell and do the Mike LaFleur thing with Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. That was my fear. I also feel like the reason Greg Roman is so interested in this job is because this gives him the chance. I mean, because he had Kaepernick in San Francisco. He has uh, he had Lamar with Baltimore. Those are runner, not necessarily run first, but running is a predominant part of what they do. Mm-hmm. I could see a path that Greg Roman goes, I'd like to sit, just show people what I can do with a quarterback that drops back and throws the ball. Sam Howell's not going to run a lot. He's mobile. You don't think so? Uh, no. A good coordinator will take that. Because if he does, he'll, they'll, I mean... Oh, I agree. He will get broken half. I agree. That's a, that's been my knock on him because when that he takes biggest, off, he doesn't take care of himself. That was the biggest knock on him coming out is that he is not big bodied. He does not have the big frame. And if he treats his body in the NFL the way he did at Carolina, he won't survive three years. Yep. So, no, I would see Greg Roman coming in going, okay, I, I'm not just a run-heavy offensive guy. I can do other things. Mm-hmm. And it would give you the chance to show that you could have a competent passing offense. Because you you remember that thing I just said about points? How many times has he ever finished in the top 10 of any passing offensive stat? Zero. It's twice. Uh, he's ninth in attempts once, and he led the league in passing touchdowns. Oh, the once. 2015 year. Yeah. The, or 2019. 2019, uh, when Lamar won the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have known it was at least one. 
That's, that's what I don't. I, I guess that's what. That's really just what I don't get. Is Greg Roman slash Baltimore slash Lamar had that one really great offensive year. The rest of it has just been. Yeah, I get that they've been up there in points. Okay, that's that's all well and good. But I don't know. It's just something See, about it that the, I, the irony of this I never is, got him. The irony of this is the that Eric Bieniemy was a running back in the NFL. Greg Roman was not. Greg Roman would be good for the running game. Eric Bieniemy would be good for Sam Howell. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those great game. ironic things. Right. One thing that this uh, the the Baltimore hiring of Todd Monken did tell me though they're going to go get some stars. They're no go- they're going to go get some weapons for Lamar to throw to uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm telling you right now that that call will be made. I don't know if that's where he lands. But right. Th- that call will be. You're going to do whatever you have to do to 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 get Lamar chucking the ball down the field, and it's going to work. We're going to see that offense take a bounce back. As far as Greg Roman, I don't know where he'll end up. I don't think it'll be in Washington. I think that's Eric Bieniemy's job. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Did you know that Ingles sells more organics than any other grocery store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The Sportsocracy. Hey, I go to church, just not during televised sporting events. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy. It is ESPN Asheville, and this is the final program of the week. We will uh, not be with you tomorrow or Friday or Monday. We're going to take a, a little sabbatical here over the next few days, kind of recharge the batteries after we're, we're gonna a do fantastic that. football season. We're going to do that thing that TikTok taught us to do. Uh, which is take days off around holidays, that gives you more days off. That's right. So we're going to have our own little versions of darkness retreats. Uh, we just got to recharge the batteries. Jeremy's going to go play some golf. Gonna Consume go see, some domestic lights. Go see Cat Williams. Yes. It's going to be fun. 
Uh, I'm going to go down uh, to the coast of South Carolina and uh, at least look at the ocean. I don't think I'll be able to get in it because it's so dang cold. But It's like 70 degrees in South Carolina right now. Yeah, but the water temperature is still like 40. It ain't that cold. Yeah, not, not, not in. No, not going to happen. Come on now, put on your big boy pants. Weed <laughs> out there. Uh, I may dip a toe or two, but aside from that, I'm just going to be breathing in that beautiful air. I got in the ocean in December. Because you're an so, idiot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. It wasn't bad. I mean, uh, I was also in South Florida. so And extremely intoxicated. Uh, oh, not the first time. <laughs> the, the repeat visits right. required a, right. a lubrication. But. Uh, so anyway, we will be back with you on Tuesday of next week. Uh, it's going to be... A good little break for us. Hope you enjoy all some, of the things over the weekend. We've got some new little uh, new little toys and trinkets that we will be unveiling for the next season of this show, because that's basically what this is. This is like the page turning into season number four. That's right. Draftmas season is upon us. We will hit it in full stride next week. You are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400, and we will see you next week.